When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, please. Welcome, my children's. It's it's an, a super long, extended Fourth of July weekend. Nothing says Fourth of July weekend like having off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. A five-day weekend is basically what this is, right? Because Tuesday is the Fourth of July. We're already halfway through the year. June is over tomorrow or Friday, depending on when you're listening to this or watching it, and we welcome you. We'll break it all down. We're more than halfway through 2023. Who would have thunk it, Miss Robin? Can you believe six months into books? I cannot. I cannot. Where did it all go? I don't know. Then why are you here then, Robin? (laughs) I don't know. I ask myself that Why am I here? I mean... Well, what's, what's that buzzing sound there? Is that the rim shot? That was the rim shot. So anyway, we're having fun, and we welcome all of you watching us on No Filter Network, which is our home base. They're pretty much our homeboys. They're the ones that put us back on the air after the discombobulations during the pandemic. And we've been with them for over two years. Since day one. Yeah. We were, we were there on day one, and here we are over two and a half years later. Still bringing the noise, the funk, the the alacrity, the intensity that is uniquely into the night. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin. And there's a lot of legal stuff in the news, too. So because he's the best lawyer I know and the only lawyer I know who will work for free, Dan Lust, 
I said to Robin 15 minutes before we started, I said, we got to get Dan Lust on the show. There's like 50 legal things because, you know, we don't worry about scores anymore. We don't worry about, you know, hey, your favorite team won. We don't worry about, oh, there's smoke in Pittsburgh from the Canadian fires, which somehow reignited. So they had to delay a baseball game in Pittsburgh. Wasn't that like a month ago when the Canadian fires were covering the entire eastern seaboard? Nobody could go outside? Is this global warming, climate change? What is it? We need to get Pierre Trudeau, uh, Justin Trudeau. We, I'd rather have Pierre Trudeau on the air. At least he knew what he was doing. Justin's a loser. But people in Canada already know that. But anyway, no filter. YouTube TV. Don't forget, like and subscribe. Facebook Live. Spaces Live. 102.9 on your frequency. And Caffeine TV. Now, we're not live on Caffeine TV because they put the show together, slap it up, flip it, and rub it down. And we are now proud to say that we are part of the Caffeine TV lineup. And they've already had shows on for like the last three weeks, Robin. Well, they didn't have them on for three weeks. They loaded three weeks Well, That's my point. The last three shows have been loaded on Caffeine TV. And we've been getting fantastic. Yes. We had over 10,000 people already watching the show on Caffeine TV. So thank you. And people are saying, how can we find you, Tony? You can find us anywhere now. You can find us on the ad, uh, Spotify, Apple T- Apple Podcast. Anywhere you get podcasts if you just want to listen. If you want to watch, you can watch us on No Filter Network, YouTube TV, Facebook, and Caffeine TV, which, by the way, is not on my Roku. And where's, where's the little Roku remote? Do we have that one here, Robin? I got a bone to pick with the Roku people. Now this is this one that actually is a little bit better. The one we have in the major, on the uh, in the bedroom TV, it has all these apps that I've never heard of in there. You know, it's got Netflix, obviously that's important. It's got Hulu, it's got Stars, and it's got Sling. So this is on a little sharp Roku TV. The other one has like Voodoo, Hoodoo, You Do. <laughs> it has. Who are you? What the hell is going on back there? Yeah, no, you should be able to program each of those buttons. So Do we have automatic- Caffeine TV programmed into our uh, big screen now, Robin? No, I I can stream it. So That's I what can, I'm saying. You have to stream it. I can take it from um, my computer or from my phone and then put it onto this big screen by cast, not streaming, excuse me, casting. I can cast it because you can get it on your phone. You can get it on your computer. Apple TV has an app that you can, a caffeine TV um, app that you can download within oh, the beautiful. Apple TV. So thing. there's no, and it doesn't cost you anything. It's not no, like you have to pay nine ninety nine a month to get caffeine TV. It's there. It's in there, as they used to say in all those ragu exactly. fake, uh, fake Italian spaghetti sauce. Uh, it's got a porn button. There's no porn button on there. It should, though. You should be able to just press a button and it just goes, boom, porn. That's pretty easy. I think most people have figured that out already, Robin. <laughs> You know, if you need to have a button to tell people where to go get porn, just go on Twitter. Now, I'm, I'm, by the way, we had a big anniversary this week, Robin. We did? Let's put your hands together. On Tuesday, January 27th, I celebrated. June 27th. What did I say? January? Yes. June 27th. That would be the end of this month, the sixth month of the year, my birthday month. And by the way, on Saturday, July 1st, is Pride Month officially over or will it continue? It's over. We'll deal with that later. But ladies and gentlemen, very few people, many have been banned from Twitter. The President of the United States 
all these wacko nut jobs on the left and far right who are on there just pimping political parties for profit. They're only on there because they're getting money from one of the two parties to go on there and spout their usual bullshit. And by the way, it is bullshit. And anybody that doesn't think it is, because I, I can't go into Twitter and, and like people and retweet or follow people. You can't follow me anymore. I'm, I'm persona non grata. But I can still go on and see what's trending. And every day when I click on to just to see what's in the news, it's all about Trump. It doesn't matter what happens. Every day, every day, the Joe Biden folks are making sure that they keep Donald Trump front and center. And go, God bless you. If that's what you want to do, if that's all you care about, go right ahead. That doesn't mean I have. That's one of the reasons why I'm glad I don't, I'm not on Twitter. I can actually see the nonsense that is just spewed 24-7 on that site. So, you know what? They banned me. They banned a bunch of people back in the day. And now they, they ban people like me who, who they don't even tell you what I did wrong. Violent speech. Hey, Elon Musk. How about you look at your? How about you look at the Thursday Thursday, look at the Sunday Fun Day, and look at the Hump Day posts on your site Twitter. Go look at them and scroll through and see what is on Twitter. It's it's it it's is shocking. hardcore pornography. I know, and so I have I've actually now I have nothing against porn. Me neither. As you well, no. Me neither. But. I don't think that it should suddenly pop up in your face if you're not exactly looking exactly. for it. Exactly. Now, Thursday, not- Thursday, now all of a sudden people are posting their big Johnsons on there and, and hookers are posting. And again, this isn't like, and I, this I reported, isn't like only fans where I a woman's naked. One. I reported one which, which was just grotesque. And, uh, even, even the even- people <laughs> in the pride parades weren't as naked and as doing as outrageous stuff as they're doing even, on these home videos. I mean, and for, for me, Miss Robin, to say that something is grotesque, that it has to have been really, really bad. So I reported it, and I got a message back from Twitter saying that it did not violate Twitter rules. So a guy... Because a consensual, yeah. consensual sexual acts Guys are giving each other a head with ejaculation. I don't want to get graphic here. Guys, uh, you know, going, you know, doing all kinds of perverse stuff. And again, if they, but you can go onto the porn sites for that. Yeah. How is that not banned on, on any social media app that kids can log into and look at? And again, I know kids know nowadays. Not, it's not like back in the old days. Technically, Twitter, you're not supposed to be under a certain age to be able to be on Twitter, but yeah. you know that they are. Of course and they are. They're on there. And so if it just pops up, you're not looking for it. Yeah. But it, it depends. You just see yeah. Sunday fun day, and you're thinking, oh, that yeah. sounds like a nice thing. <laughs> yeah, that sounds- you know, people post cat videos. Like Robin yeah. and I post cat videos on Sunday fun day. Sunday fun day means. Everybody posts their sexual deviancies, <laughs> and then somebody, and then put your little. And you're uh, like, you're, you're you're like scrolling through. Oh, here's a happy kitty, and then you're like, oh my god, just burn like my eyes out. Brian Wagner checks in. Videos of guy giving each other head. Was it Fantasy Fest? It's- no, it's still early. I think that's in August. But get your tickets right now. I think Mike Missanelli, even though he's not on the station anymore, I think he's still he's still representing Fantasy Fest, and he shows up to you know just to say hi and. See if people remember him. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, we got a lot of stuff to get to. I got my little 4th of July. Thank God for the dollar store. Not Dollar General. Because Dollar General means not everything's a dollar. And the dollar store is now a dollar twenty five. Do you want to go dark here? Yeah, let me go dark here for a minute, because I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. Or as I used to say to unsuspecting women, yank my doodle. It's a dandy baby. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> Papi, que rico. 
God. Dame más, dame más, dame más. And again, just like, just like Twitter, Tony, if a woman was looking for that, that's fine. But yes. you don't want it to just pop up suddenly out exactly. of nowhere. Exactly. Meanwhile, let's get it back to, I told you, the Pirates game was delayed 45 minutes. <laughs> even, even players, even Andrew McCutcheon had a mask on. What is this, 2020 again? He was, he was running the bases after hitting a single in the first inning, and thousands of people in attendance for this game in Pittsburgh earlier on Thursday, January, why do I keep saying June 29th? And they're wearing masks again. What the hell is going on out there? We're not going blue. No. What does that mean? Um... That would mean that we're talking very, very sexual and... Yeah, no, we don't work blue on this show. You know, this occasional profanity. <laughs> last last <laughs> week, all we talked about was... Uh, but these were legitimate science stories. Yes. Whenever science is involved, and it has to do with, you know, sexual organs or sexual behavior, we address it because this is a show of science. This isn't a show to titillate, just to throw stuff out there to make people think, oh, wow. Yeah. You know, this is like Howard Stern back in the day when he was edgy. You know, we don't have to be edgy anymore. We just talk about stuff that matters to most people. And even if it doesn't matter, we talk about things that are in the news. I'm just, we're just being logical here. Like if Twitter is supposed to be a news site, it's where you're supposed to get news Mm -hmm. updated, all that. Pornography should be on a pornography site. There, exactly. It should be separate. Like you shouldn't have it be on the same If I got to pay extra for some chick's OnlyFans account, why am I getting all this hardcore porn for free? You know what I'm saying? I don't want it. And it's not something you can sex filter out. Yeah. You know, I get it if you want to have a filter where you say, I want to just see people having sex, and I want to see uh, really nasty, nasty people having sex. If I want to do that, I'll just drive around in Florida and look around at my neighbors. we got some uh, weird neighbors down there. We don't even live near the villages, wait, by wait. the way. Wait, wait. Where was I? How am I missing this? Well, we don't see them. We hear them. Oh, okay. We hear, a little, you know, we hear some parties here yeah, and there. But yeah, hey. Yeah. They're, they're, at least they're in the, in the privacy of their own home, and they're having fun. That's all that matters. Exactly. You know Moving who you're on. hanging with. So meanwhile, we got a lot of stuff. We do. Of course, if you like Thursday night, uh, there's nothing on TV except baseball, and all the drafts are over, and you want to watch golf, it's the eighth annual, the match being played. And for gambling experts out there, or gambling degenerates who would bet on golf involving celebrities – you got a two versus two. Remember last year, Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers was involved, and it went extra holes. It's a 12-hole scramble on TNT. And you got Steph Curry and Clay Thompson against Pat, Ma- Pat Mahomes and Travis Chelsea. Tra- Kelsey. So you got Super Bowl champs against the Golden State Warriors. And how good are Steph Curry and Clay Thompson? They're minus 230 favorites in this match. So you got to lay $230 to win 100 back. So 92% of the gambling action tonight is on your Golden State Warriors. Draymond Green, by the way, another could-be-soon-to-be-gone warrior, is actually on the broadcast with Charles Barkley. Not a great golfer. He knows his golf. He talks his golf, and he shows up at the Tahoe every year for the American Century Classic. But that should be a fun Tony, we have a problem. What? TNT is not on Fubo. What are you Fubo. talking about? Of course it is. How can TNT not be on Fubo? Is it on... Uh, what are the other ones? Anyway, 
let's get it back to the end. So the NFL, the big story in the NFL, according to Adam Schefter at ESPN, the same league, by the way, that didn't want fantasy football forever because it was gambling. So they, they poo-pooed fantasy football, remember? And then all of a sudden they allowed fantasy football, figuring, hey, it's fantasy football. Who's going to get hurt? Who's going to throw a game? Who's going to do stuff that's going to hurt the integrity of the National Football League? So they allowed fantasy. And then players started pimping fantasy because they got to make extra money. DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, you name it, the 5,000 gambling sites out there where you can take your money and, and bet on sports legally in most states except Florida and California and several others. You're allowed to play fantasy football. And players can brag about other players being on their fantasy teams. But wait, there's got to be a stop point. You can do fantasy football. You can tell players in the clubhouse and show them your fantasy team. But guess what? If you bet on NFL football and you're a player and you're in the locker room or in the grounds of the compound or you have somebody set up an account for you to bet on sports for you, you get kicked out of the league. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, the hypocrisy of the NFL knows no bounds. Again, taking billions of dollars, slapping gam- – and listen, I'm all for legal gambling, so don't t- I'm, not a, I'm not one of these people, oh, Mr. Morality. I don't have selective morality. I've been saying this for 50 years on radio and TV. The selective morality card was overplayed 50 years ago when people decide for you – what is good and what is bad, what is moral and what is immoral. I'm completely immoral. So I don't have, you know, my, my barometer, Robin, is a little different. Uh-huh. You know, if you're immoral, you're immoral. You can't have it. There's no midway point in the morality. We should have a morality scale, right? But, well, I mean, who's going to decide where the scale falls? Like- I don't know. I don't know where the bow breaks either. I don't know any of that stuff. I don't know what happens at the end of the day until I fall asleep. You know, there's so many things I can't figure out, Robin. (laughs) It used to be that, you know, the the morality scale was decided by ministers and the church. And we know that that's not a very good way to, you know, decide what your morals are. Now, listen, I understand you shouldn't bet on sports if you're playing sports. I get it. Pete Rose got suspended forever for betting on baseball when he was a manager. And he got banned for life. uh, He and... Pete Rose and I are the only two people who have been banned for life who are still banned for life. Now, they allow Pete, you know, they throw him a bone every once in a while. They let him go back to Cincinnati, especially now that the Reds are good and he can go out on the field and the fans love him. No more Shotzi, you know, no more of the old characters. But the Reds are now, once again, are a great team to watch and they are on fire. But anyway, the morality police, so here's what's happening according to Adam Schefter. The latest player, and you heard of it, this is not something new, but today is apparently they're making the decision. Isaiah Rogers. Not again, these are not all frontline, you know, guys with fifty million dollar guaranteed contracts who are getting suspended. Isaiah Rogers of your Indianapolis Colts is probably going to be suspended for the entire twenty twenty three season. And he, he wrote a tweet today saying, you know, on behalf of the of my teammates in the Indianapolis Colts, I realize I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done this. He had his pals set up an account for him, and then they would place bets for him. It's not like he went out there again and tried to throw a game. I mean, he was he's not a major star player on the team. And so 
That stuff you can see nowadays with all the replays and stuff. If a player does something suspicious or an official does something suspicious, it's easy to look and then try to figure out whether or not they were doing something wrong or something against the rules. And now the rule is now, but see, the problem with the NFL that I have is that the rules are, they're not written in stone. The rules change. They hated betting of any kind. They hated fantasy sports. They hated gambling. They hated casinos. They hated books. Now, all of a sudden, they love all that stuff because they're throwing millions of dollars every single day for them to promote it, and that's fine. So now you got one player with the Colts, probably done for the year, four members of the Detroit Lions. Two of them have already been suspended for the first six games of this year. Wide receiver Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill, they were suspended for the first six games of this season. Now, two other players on the Detroit Lions, again, not the big stars, Lions wide receiver Quintez Cephas plus safety C.J. Moore, they're apparently going to get suspended for the entire 2023 season, as well as defensive uh, Washington commander defensive end Shaka Torrey is going to miss all of 2023, according to uh, Adam Schefter at ESPN. So that's what's going on. They're punishing people. And, you know, but I guarantee you, if a big-name player, well, they, they punished big-name players before, but it wasn't for gambling. It was, I don't remember any big-name player getting suspended for gambling. No, officials, you know, the NBA is nailing officials left and right all the time, you know, for, for gambling and doing all kinds of stupid stuff because they have access to, you know, but, the, and officials, and again, I'm not saying that all officials are crooked or going to take money. No, Shaka Zulu was not fine. Shaka Khan is also copacetic right now. Not Shaka Smart, again. Uh, this is a good, good Shaka knowledge right here, Robin. Sh- not Shaka Zulu. You remember Shaka Zulu, Robin? I do remember, remember Shaka Zulu. It's good stuff, right, man? I don't remember what they were, though. Was it, it, was a, it was a, Shaka Zulu was like the uh, leader in Africa, right? Not Boom Shakalaka. Yeah, that's a different Shakalaka. That's Shakalaka, but it always has to come after Boom. You just can't say shakalaka. You got to say boom Boom, shakalaka. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay, Bobby. Uh, Not boom goes the dynamite. That's another story. Shaka Zulu. Okay. Wasn't he a character on a TV show? Yeah, Shaka Zulu was a South African television series, and Shaka was the former king of the Zulu kingdom. But was he mythical or was he a real king? He was real. Shaka Zulu was a real king? So Shaka... Not Shaka Zulu. <laughs> Shaka was the king of the Zulu kingdom. Oh, and then they made the, the I get it. TV Shouldn't it be Shaka slash Zulu? Because Shaka Zulu sounds like it's his last name. Shaka Khan, that's her last name. Right? <clears throat> and I say, I say, boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, way oh, oh. <laughs> I mentioned Shaka Smart. And not shock the monkey. All right, enough of that stuff. So the NFL will talk. And by the way, we have the official unpaid attorney. Not, not Morgan and Morgan for the people. Not the big ones here in Southwest Florida. The Farah, Farah and Farah. He is. I mean, I, 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 he is nice enough to come on driving in the car. Yes. He's commuting. So he's available whenever you are ready, Tony. Yes, he is. Not Jacoby and Myers. 
And it is Dan Lust. Yes. Dan Lust, one the of my fabulous. favorite, favorite guys. He's blown up big time. We used to put him on the show in Philly, and he's been on a lot of other shows. We and now, him. would you like to have him come on now, or do you? Whenever, wanna... no. When we get a chance, if he's okay. ready to call, now he told again. Robin called him 15 minutes before showtime because I'm writing down all of these breaking stories that are happening with the Supreme Court. You know, with the with the situation down there at the Parkland school shooting, where the police officer who ran and hid like a coward, like the guys in Uvalde, has been acquitted acquitted when he hid and ran away from a school shooter in a building where 17 kids were murdered in cold blood and 17 others were maimed. This guy gets off scot-free in Broward County. How incredible is that? And listen, you know me, I'm pro-police. But when you're paying police officers, and the, you know this guy was the this guy wasn't real technically a cop. He was the security officer. He was a re, he was a retired police exactly. officer who became a security. And his job description was to protect resource officer, right? Resource officer. But it, but it was he was hired to protect the kids. Exactly. And then in the in in the reason why read the read the description as to why he was acquitted. Because they say it's not his obligation yes. to run into a building where some whack job who knows the building is insecure, unsecured, can get in because he used to go to the school and he goes in and cases the joint and then walks in there. And then we've seen a couple of cases of this because I'm, I'm all in support of the, uh, the police and protecting school children. More so, you know, not just protecting school children from whack jobs who want them to have their penises cut off because as we say on this show... All the time. And it's pretty, pretty much become a mantra. We should have T-shirts made up, Robin. It's all about T-shirts and marketing and product. Mm-hmm. We should have T-shirts that say, I got to find it here. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. Boom. That's all you need on a shirt. Girls have a penis. Boys have a vagina. No, no. Girls have a vagina. See, they're all confused now. Boys have a penis. Repeat that, young man. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. How hard is that to follow? Tony, I do believe that you do have a concussion. I do have a concussion. You're right. (laughs) I fell today. No, it was yesterday. No, it wasn't yesterday. It was earlier this week. I was on the boat, cleaning it up inside, putting new parts on, you know, just trying to get it ship shape, as we say. So I get on the boat now. Now, Robin's on the boat, too. She's actually near the cabin. So I'm getting near the bow, near the stern to climb off as we're taking stuff off to right. put it away before, you before the next thunderstorm comes through. And that's good because... You, so anyway, you had your hands full. You put one foot on the dock. Right. And, you and had because a- we're not a floating dock, when the tide is low, you know, the tide is high and I'd be moving on, but the tide was low. So there's a step up. So I climb up on the, on the stern of the boat and then try to put one leg up on the dock, and the boat is not secured to the dock. It's just it's loose, so it can go both ways, and there's pilings, so the boat can't go anywhere because you want it to go up and down with the tide if you're not on a fixed Needless dock. Needless to say, Tony started to do the splits. He yells at me. I turn around just in time to, like, run over. And, and there were no sandbags, no, by the way. there were no sandbags. There were no sandbags. Robin sandbagged me. By not helping me get get the stuff up on board I while she's not, in the back. I did not get to him fast enough. He, I see it sort of in slow motion. <laughs> he drops the stuff. He sort of grab tries to. I lose grab my balance, on, and grab- now the only way to fall 
is back. If I fell forward, I would have been in the water and right. I would have been eaten by sharks. And then we would have had a great video because Robin would have whipped her camera out and gotten me being eaten yes. by sharks or but alligators. I wasn't fast for any of that. I, um, I went over and I was just fast enough to prevent him from hitting his head on the boat, but he hit my shin instead. And apparently my shin is really damn hard because there's no doubt in my yeah, mind. Yeah, luckily. Now, I think I had a minor concussion. Again, you, I'm, you know, I'm a little woozy, but I'm, I'm not my normal Tony. I don't think I'm – I'm not Joe Biden-esque yet. No. I mean, you, I know that Putin is not uh, fighting a war in Iraq. I know that much. I slip every once in a while because we all do as we get older. But you know what I'm saying? You're a little bit more discombobulated than your average discombobulation. Uh, yeah, I am, and there's no doubt about it. And that's what happened. So, luckily – you know, I, I hurt my arm. I mean, I got a major bruise here. The bad, I didn't, I'm, I'm surprised I didn't break my coccyx bone. I am too. I didn't break any bones. Nothing. Even and thank God, you know, I'm, I'm 71 and I have never broken a bone. Did you realize that, Robin? Please. I did. I knocked on, on wood. Knock on wood some more. Let's not do that again. Knock on wood if you hear me. But I have a bruised tailbone. I have really bruised shoulder and... I may have done some damage in here, but I also so Robin went out and bought More some importantly, salon. Where's my a, salon pause patches? Look at that. A, I have a bruise on my shin from your damn hard head. Yeah, but you know what? If I had hit the deck, the deck would has give to it. Your shin doesn't. <laughs> so I believe your shin trying to stop so the fall. I'm, I'm the one that gave you a concussion. <laughs> I see, see how that came full circle. The boat's okay though. Yeah, Don't worry the, about the, the boat. Okay. The boat didn't even crack. <laughs> Speaking of crack, we got racist crackers today talking about the Supreme Court decision. Now, I get black people talking about the Supreme Court decision, especially, you know, people whose whose whole career is based on, you know, keeping black people angry at everything. And again, black people, if you want to be angry, you can be angry. Slavery was horrible. I'm not going to deny that. The Holocaust, any things that really happened, we all know happened. I'm not going to deny any of that. They're unrefutable facts and I don't debate unrefutable facts. Facts are facts. The only people who don't like facts are the ones who want statues taken down and history that they don't like taken away. I don't want any history taken away. That's why it's called history. That's what we learn from. So anyway, so the Supreme Court today, another one of the legal decisions, ruled that, uh, that affirmative action. Now, this was a case involving Harvard University. Harvard University, remember, that's no community college. That's no learned-at-home school. That's not where poor white trash like me went to college when I was growing up poor with an immigrant mother in South Philadelphia. No, I went to Temple. People who are connected, filthy rich, donate money to these big Ivy League schools like Harvard and Yale and Brown and Cornell and Penn and you name them all, they have billions of dollars sitting somewhere in a back room their endowment. And Stanford, yeah, Stanford's the Harvard of the West, but this is a Harvard's thing. Because Harvard, you know who goes to Harvard? Rich people. Poor people don't go to Harvard. It's based on scores. It's based on getting in there. Or if you're the son of a president or your family's, you know, went right, to Harvard, your family, your grandfather, your white family, any of these people went. You can get a legacy entry. Yeah, but you still, you just can't be a moron and get into Harvard. You only become a moron after you go to Harvard for four years, and then you have bills for a job that nobody wants to hire you for. That's the biggest mistake with Harvard. So anyway, so Harvard was sued. Try to keep up. Harvard University was sued 
because they were taking in too many Asians. Because Asian kids who come to this country or grow up here, they're pretty smart. And so when they go no, the and... A- Asian families sued Harvard. Correct. State. That's yeah. what I'm, I just said, Robin. So Asian families who were told that despite having the highest percentile of SAP, so whatever scores they have now, they have SNAP scores, if they're FICO scores, I don't know what scores they SATs, need. SATs, ACTs. You know what they say with the ACTs, Robin. Yes. So anyway. You know what they say. Yeah. See a brawl to get that OPPs, LSATs, smack them, yak them. Cole got to be. So anyway, SATs, they used to matter in Harvard. And they were told, the families were told that the reason why they didn't get in is because they still had slots to fill with affirmative action Correct. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I would believe that Asian Americans are part of the minority in this country, right? Are they are they like white people? Are, are there as many Asians as the dastardly white people in this country? No. Are they a minority? Yes. Are they not? Yes. Are Asians, Americans considered minorities still? I mean... It's a it, yes or no answer, Robin. It is a minority, but not according to um, Harvard. They so so not- Harvard got called out by Asians who were told, sorry, you're smarter than a lot of the kids trying to get in here, but we can't be taking all you Asians right now. What about the people who, you know, who have crappy scores that just need to get in here? That's the argument. That's the argument that Harvard has made, that they wanted affirmative action to continue. And so obviously there's a lot of different opinions. And I, you know, listen, I don't go to Harvard. I don't have anybody who's going to go to Harvard. You can send your kids to Harvard. God bless you. I don't care what school you go to. If you're rich enough to send your kids, if your kids are trust fund babies and you're, ta- you're sending them to these Let cool me, schools where they're not going to learn shit hey, Tony, and then not have, a, 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 have anything a to learn. Yes. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. But if you make a decision as to whether somebody can get into a school or not mm-hmm. based upon the color of their skin, isn't that racist? Yes. That's what racist is. That's what racism is. Keeping another race, a race that is not your race, from, from excelling on an evil level playing field. It's about being treated equally. Everybody who has to have a system to get in, you have to have a high score, you have to pass a test, that's the systems we had. Do I like them? No. But you can't just say, too bad. The kids who, who, who have really low scores, they have to be let in too. So this, it went to the Supreme Court. This isn't just some decision they threw at the... This thing went through the litigation process. And what happened? The Supreme Court had to rule on it today. And they ruled that when affirmative action was put into place, it was necessary Because people were being held back, especially brown and black people, were being held back because of the color of their skin. It's pretty simple, folks. And so what happens? Harvard, all these years later, all these smart Asian kids, back when homeschooling was considered cool, now everybody wants to homeschool because they don't want to send their damn kids into any school anymore. Can you blame them? Remember we used to mock homeschool kids? Oh, they're dorky kids sitting at home. All they can go is go on the spelling bee and win it every year because they sit at home and study. Now people sit at home on Facebook and, and, and TikTok all day, and they don't learn shit. So the bottom line is this. The Supreme Court rules based on the Constitution and the fact that we no longer live in a society 
where if you're a black child or an Asian child or a Hispanic child, a person who's not white, you should be able to go to the school of your choice unless the school has a situation where they have to have scores to keep the curriculum the same. You can't have like, we're going to send you to the other room in the back there with the slow kids. You can't do that in these schools. So that's, that's the point. But here's the best point. You know, I get some of the race hustlers who are still, this is an outrage and we need to, black kids. Here's the best one. There's this white chick. I like to rip white chicks too. I don't just, I don't rip women of color. I love William, women of color. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Poppy. Damn right. So this cracker, and I'm going to refer to her as a cracker. Should I call her a cracker or a crack her? Racist cracker. I'm going to refer to her racist cracker by the name of Erica Marsh. Erica Marsh. Erica Marsh works for Joe Biden. She helped him get elected president as just a pasty white chick who just throws out the typical pandering racist pablum that dipshits like Erica with a C. E-R-I-C-A-M-A-R-S-H. Check her out on Twitter. Erica Marsh tweets this today. I'm not making this up. No black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, Erica Marsh says. Let me repeat. Because of this travesty of a ruling by the United States Supreme Court, quote, white chick, white Biden broad, Erica Marsh, no black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system. That's why this affirmative action must stay. You follow me now, Robin? What's your opinion on this? Your thoughts, Robin. Your thoughts. If I were, (laughs) as she says, a black person, I would be so freaking insulted I would be like she's are, getting crucified too, and justifiably she should so. Be. Whatever she's going to have to take her account down. I mean, she should be banned from Twitter for that. The idea that what in effect she is saying that black people are not as smart, and so there's yeah, that's no what po- she's she's giving no you. Possibly- the, she's the exact example of racism. She's saying that they they won't they wouldn't be able to handle the real world. They wouldn't be able to handle the real rules, so they have to be given some kind of leniency because they're just not as capable, which is insane. It's she could have just gone to Joe Biden. She should, yeah, exactly right, Don Juan. She should have gone the Joe Biden route when he told the guys on that morning show, the Black yeah. Morning Show, the the Breakfast Club, "You ain't black if you don't vote for me." She's basically saying, if you can't get into Harvard without affirmative action, then you ain't black. Yeah. That's what she's saying. Imagine being that shallow, that stupid, and then get a job working for the president of the United States. Now, listen, all presidents, all politicians hire numbskulls to work with them. Do. Not even in the, in the black series where they hire her for a scene. It's, it's oh, pretty, she's probably I not mean, even superior, talented. You've got to be talented to be in black. I think that... that- <laughs> You, you look at these people that are saying things like this. I mean, she's not the only one. There's tons of them who've been proclaiming But no, this she's, a past, she's more a pasty white chick than you, Robin. But it is, but it is a superiority <laughs> complex that they have that they lord over us underlings. 
we don't we don't know as well she does how how stupid these people are. It's and just we embarrassing. Just, I mean, it is very embarrassing. That, I'm embarrassed. Again, the good thing about me, I'm white, I guess. I'm Euro- European. I could be part African. My, I, my bloodlines call from Sicily. And as you know, Robin, Sicily, many lot. people believe, not on ancient aliens, but on other shows about history and, and the way, the, way the, the seismic plates move and the way some countries were once connected. Well, we That's know a that, fact, right? We know that the Sicilians are the black sheep of Italy. Absolutely. And um, I guarantee you, I got more African blood in me than Kamala Harris, the vice president of the United States. I got to do a test. I'm willing to have all kinds of blood drawn just to prove that Sicilians have African roots. Because Sicily was part of Africa. You look at the distance between Sicily at the bottom of the boot. I think it's in the heel area. You go to, down to the heel. And don't use Robin's heels because they break off all the time. Whenever she buys a pair of shoes now, they break off. <laughs> I know. You go to Das Boot. Go to the boot. <laughs> I think it's at the ball of the foot. The ball of the foot. <laughs> no, it's right at the bottom. Can you pull up a map of Europe, Robin? And you look at how close. Just There used to be a footbridge between Africa and Sicily. And that's why I have this. That's why I believe I have African blood. That's why I appreciate the good booty. I appreciate, as we like to call, not, not the Lizzo butts. I, I don't mean the modern-day sloppy butts. It's at the toe. Thank you, Rock and Reese. Not the heel. <clears throat> I stand there it. So is. there it is. Can we zoom in, Robin? Let's, give me, I need my pointer. I need my laser pointer. <laughs> so there it is. We're Sicily right there, Robin. Right there. If you can see, let's see. What is the... <laughs> There's Palermo and Mazzara de Velo. I'm a uh, Pandala. I'm a Partana Mondale. Which is I'm right a guy across in, uh, Tunis. That's Africa right there, Robin. I know. That's what I'm that's saying. That's Africa. That's Africa. And now, go back, right now go back thousands of years. Thousands of years. And just picture. Remember, there are a lot of countries that, uh, that used to be connected. Yeah. And then separated. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's almost within swimming distance. Yes, it is. Six one oh no, Professor Tony with a laser pointer. How far is that? You can swim. No, I don't no, know. It's pretty far. Uh, I'll I'll find out. I'll I've, find been, out. I've been. I haven't been to Africa, but I I know African history. Brian White goes. Have you been to North Africa? It's minority black. It's a majority black. But I'm I'm talking about not not now. I'm talking about historically. I've never been to Spain, but I've been to Oklahoma. Anyway, enough of that stuff. Anyway, we got other stuff going on, too. Um, you know what it is? It's a holiday, it's too, Robin. It's 283 kilometers, which is how many miles? I don't know. Don't do metric. No math. Please don't involve math on this show, Robin. How many <laughs> weeks do we have to say? I was sounding like I was underwater for a moment. I don't know. Maybe I was trying to swim. Across the uh, Sea of Cortez. It is 176 miles from I do that. Marsala to Tunis. Marsala. How about from Palermo, Robin? From Palermo, add on another 10 miles. Do they have signs? I'm going to post. I'm going to go to Sicily and post signs like, you know how they do it like in Florida down in Key West this way. People do it in their own backyards now. They get these fancy signs made. Philadelphia. 1,008 miles north, and then they we have all these We need to do that. When, yeah. when we have the house built and in our backyard, we need to do, and we'll put all the different locations yes. where we have family yes. and friends. Exactly. Still. So we got, we got we the, uh, what happened to the TV, Robin? 
TNT is not on. How could how could TNT not be on uh, Fubo TV? It is not. It is one of the complaints about Fubo. I just looked it up. It has all the channels I want, though. It has Science it has Channel. Except for TNT. It has Discovery. How can it not have TNT? They got everything. Yeah, not TNT. Are you sure? One hundred percent. Get positive. Mr. Fubo on the phone. <laughs> One- is it Chaka Fubo? And then I tried to I tried to log on to TNT app by itself, and it won't allow me to do it. By the way, uh, Lee, our good friend, said I saw a sign in London that said Kensington, six thousand miles. Why would somebody in in London have a sign pointing to Kensington? People in Kensington don't want a sign to tell where people in Kensington are. Now, Tony Bruno, um, while I'm working on this, would you would you like to, Dan Lust is in the car? Is he in the car mobilizing? Yes, he is. Would you? Oh, like Ken, to- the Kensington section of London. I get that. I know there's a cheesesteak place in London. I know there's a lot of towns in the United States that were named after places in England. I'm not that dumb, Brian. Come on, man. Come on, man. <sighs> By the way, shout out to the U.S. men's national soccer team, huh? How about that? Now, of course, the World Cup's another two years away. But guess what? The men, they're just destroying the entire earth. Who's going to give me one of what? I'm supposed to get one of that? Because I said Kensington was, there's a sign in Kensington, England, telling how far Kensington, Philadelphia is. Nobody wants to go to Kensington in Philadelphia. And I mean nobody. In fact... Even 95, they're going to cut off any access to Kensington now that they've reopened the road. Ridiculous, man. Anyway, we're going to, uh, the U.S. men's national team, today they beat St. Kitts and Nevis 6-0 or 6-0. No wonder why. They only had two guys, St. Kitts and Nevis, facing the strong United States men's national team, Robin. You following me right now? So the United States, if you're scoring at home, and if you are, congratulations. It is a long weekend ahead, kids. Don't forget to wear protection. And don't log on Twitter when it says Sunday fun day, Thursday, Thursday, or hump day. You're going to be disappointed. We have to give a shout-out to the fabulous Zach Schneider. Yes, he called into the show last week from Orlando, remember? He's going to school in Orlando. He calls in saying, you know, he's getting ready to go north, but he's in school and He's going to head north soon because there's a big party up at his mom's house. Well, he's not going anywhere, unfortunately. Is this breaking news? Yeah, he. Um, so he had uh, stomach pains. Turns out he had appendicitis. He had to be rushed to the hospital. Um, wow. Goodness gracious. Had his appendix out. And Kat just texted me saying that Zach is still in the hospital. He has a tube down his nose now. Um, because there's some stomach issues, oh, and he's in a man. lot of pain. He's on a liquid diet, and he's not happy. I, I hope he's listening so he can... Yeah, well, I mean, he, he called in last week out of nowhere, and then now all of a sudden, he, here he is alone because his fiance is up in New Jersey. He's alone in Orlando. He was talking about going to that bar last week. Remember what's that bar, the karaoke bar in Orlando? I don't remember the name of it, but it's got a funny name. But I know the guy. a lot of the guys on this team are not going to be in the World Cup for the U.S., that's the problem with soccer, and it's, it's a good thing for soccer, but it's a problem. You know, because now soccer is really, right now, to me, is why the NBA and baseball and the NFL are all going, in college sports in particular, and we'll have Dan Lust to talk about what the NCAA is doing that's stupid right now. 
But the, the bottom line is, all these guys just leave. They just pick up and leave and go to the next highest bidder. And again, that, that's, the, that's the right in, in the world in which we live, which is a free world for most places. But, you know, these guys, oh, he's not going, he's not going to bark. Oh, no, he's messy. He's going here. He's going there. And then all these guys, yeah, hockey, hockey doesn't do that. Guy, well, the Flyers, hockey teams do it. They take their big contracts and then pawn them off like the Flyers pretty much got rid of everybody. And then they drafted some other guy. Is he a Russian? Wait a minute. Is that Dan Lust on the phone? Yes, it is. Ladies and gentlemen, the official, the very first program that called this man the official lawyer of the Tony Bruno show, and he was not related in any way to Kendra Lust, is the great Dan <laughs> Lust. And all those many years ago, he is now blown up into America's favorite lawyer. Normally, he will charge you for a consultation. But, you know, you don't get paid until he gets paid. Oh, I don't think he uses that slogan. For the people. Uh, Dan I- Lust, for the people. Can you get sued now by uh, those guys who advertise in every, every city, that, even though they don't live in any of those cities? Um, I mean, you could get sued by anyone for any particular reason. Just a question of whether or not you're going to win, Tony, as I've uh, educated you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to apologize in advance. I'm, on, I'm driving, I'm on Twitter spaces, and I've realized the technology of Twitter, if I get a phone call while on a Twitter spaces, it's going to you know, cut out. So I've told my lovely wife to not call me in the next the foreseeable window. But I mean, I, I, you know, my phone rings a lot, so I'm, I'm just giving you a little bit of a heads up. Well, thank you, Dan, and we appreciate you doing this because you, you said you're driving, and I appreciate it as long as – now, are you on a handheld or are you on a, on a speakerphone? How are you doing this? I am uh, on the speakerphone. I'm on the speakerphone. Beautiful. Good. That's good. Keep two hands on the road. As long as you're nowhere near Philadelphia, you should be safe for the time being. So are you on the West Side Highway or the Merritt Parkway right now, people are asking I'm on. A, look at you. I'm on the Merritt. Well, I'm on the Hutch, which turns into the Merritt Parkway. But I'm impressed that you knew that. Well, I didn't know. Trevor Harris, our buddy in Miami, knew that. But anyway, the great. I know Trevor Harris. I know Trevor Harris. Absolutely, is another one of those. Uh, another one of our great fr- fans and friends who used to live in Connecticut, then moved down to Miami, and now is blowing up all over the Miami media. And uh, so anyway, Dan, I really appreciate you doing this. And that's why I got to tell. I keep telling Elon Musk, if you want to be a technological genius then you need to get no filter involved. No filter is, go down the list, Robin. There's no delay. No delay. There's video, which is absolutely spot on. No delay in the video. No delay in the audio. It's crystal clear. The processing is phenomenal. And you can low talk. Low latency. Low latency. I'm a little low latency myself every once in a while, but that happens to people. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, Dan, we appreciate you doing this. And, and, and uh, Elon Musk has got to call no filter and get on that platform because Twitter spaces, not because I've been banned and I, I'm not a fan of Twitter right now, but I think that you have to have the best technology when you have the best supposed uh, social media account. It's ridiculous. I think that's probably right. But, Tony, in fairness to Twitter, it is the platform whereby you and I first connected. So Twitter is near and dear to me. I get that they've treated you unfairly but you know i found you on twitter we found each other so oh yeah i don't hate twitter see like my, yeah, the yeah. people who got who got banned before elon musk they hated when elon musk took over and then he unbanned them right and then they still hate him i don't know why they hate him because he's not uh, i guess they think he's a right wing guy well he, we know he's not a right wing guy he just he just sees what's going on out there and speaks his mind 
Now he had to pay billions of dollars to be able to speak his mind. I don't have to pay Jack to speak my mind. But anyway, let's get the first story I want to talk about because you've been all over this all week. And that, of course, is the NCAA. We talk about, you know, the NFL and their policies. We talk about the NHL and their policies and baseball and the rule changes. And then people are upset at the rule changes. And then they, they, they have to change the rules every year. NFL in particular, every year they have to change multiple rules. But what's going on with the NCAA? Because every time I see an NCAA story, it's always not good for the NCAA. Yeah, so I'll, I'll kind of unpack it. And as the story was unfolding, and, and uh, I knew I was coming on with you guys, I mean, this story seems very much up your alley on, in terms of just state laws, federal laws, and then you have the NCA, which just doesn't want to abide by the law. So the story kind of begins, um, you know, just a little bit of a backdrop for those that aren't following this kind of NIL landscape closely. Right now in the world of college sports, because of state law, athletes are allowed to get paid. So right. back in 2019... Probably, Tony, one of my earliest appearances with you way back when. With Harry Mays, you know, of course, and don't forget Harry Mays. With Harry Mays, our guy, and Colin Farrell, our other guy. Yep. Uh, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't forget our, our people. And don't but, forget about Dre, uh, too. Dre, I might have forgot about. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Dr. Dre, I, Dre, come I on. Know. <laughs> I know, Dr. Dre. <laughs> Listen, I speak the truth. I don't know who Dre is, but in any event. Um, yeah, so California is a state law, obviously passed fair pay to play. And that was a, a law that basically said that in-state schools were not allowed to punish athletes if they accepted compensation. It's basic g- generic law. Every, every state starts passing it. And over the next year and a half, the NCAA doesn't know what to do with themselves. And they say, you know what? Basically, half the states in the country have passed this. We are going to now waive that bylaw. We're not going to punish student-athletes either. So right now we have a situation. So that was 2019. We got to 2021. What's happened in the last month? Uh, which is something very new to this NIL era. You've had a handful of very creative states. It's about six to eight of them, you know, from New York, Oklahoma, Texas, Missouri, Colorado, uh, Missouri. I'm probably missing one or two. But they've now passed a new law that says that schools can essentially play the role of broker. And they can hear the words they use in the law, Tony. Identify, facilitate, enable, and support student-athlete NIL opportunities. So they can help student-athletes find deals, facilitate, enable. Those are those are catch-all terms. They want the schools to be able to do whatever they want. And here's the kicker. Without fear of punishment from the NCAA, the NCAA is not allowed to prevent them from doing those activities. So state law, as, any, as anybody knows, right, you know, the state law will control in the absence of a federal law on point. And state law is going to control the rules of a private association when they're in contradiction to one another. That being said, the NCAA passed a memo uh, on... I think it was Tuesday at this point, losing track of my days. But it said, you know, we've been being asked by schools, what happens when an NCAA law, you know, conflicts with that of a state law? What should we do? What should the schools do? And the NCAA has now put guidance out on paper, which is going to, I think, get them in a lot of trouble, that says, in the event of a tie, you are directed to adhere to the NCAA regulations. And unless you want to leave the NCAA, and no longer be a member school, you are obligated to follow NCAA law. So the NCAA is more powerful than any state, more powerful than the man behind the curtain, the all and powerful Oz. <laughs> That's what we're saying. That's what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. So where does this go now? I mean, you know, it's obviously ridiculous. Uh, listen, uh, th- 
that shows you what cowards. That's why people, just, uh, to me, of all the organizations, because this is one that involves student athletes, you know, the professional organizations, all the professional sports leagues. We know they've got gazillions of dollars. The NCAA does too. But they just, they just, they just always seem to step in shit every time they touch something. Uh, I mean, to put it, you know, into uh, backyard parlance, so to speak. Yeah, I mean. Uh oh. You know, the NCAA, and, you know, we've now. This weird Dan, hang on a second. You're cutting in and out for a minute. Are you going over the, uh, the, the George Washington Bridge? Are you already over there? You're already in New York State, right? Uh, we've... I'm, I'm keeping it. How am I. Stay yeah. away from the 84. Whatever you do, don't get on the 84 going toward Connecticut. <laughs> yeah, I think we lost Dan. Shoot. See, Elon Musk? Look into the mirror here. Look into my eyeball. Look right now into my eyeball, Elon. Fix Twitter spaces. Get the damn technology. This isn't AOL chat. This isn't uh, dial-up. This is 2023, and we're halfway through it. Fix Twitter spaces. It is archaic bullshit. And I'm giving this information and this advice to you as a friend. Even though you banned me for life and you have not fixed the egregious. I may have to sign now. I may have to have Dan Luss represent me in a court of law. Am I back? Yes. Yep. Uh, you're back. In you my just, lawsuit. You just came back. What would it take for me to start a class action lawsuit against <laughs> Elon Musk for two main reasons? One to fix Twitter spaces, and also to have me reinserted, and other people who are maliciously, for no given reason, taken off and a lifetime ban. Even Pete Rose is laughing at this. Okay, Tony, you'll like this. I'll weave, him, weave us back into the NCAA. I don't know where I got lost service, but, you know, to the first question, because I, I follow directions, you know, how much would it cost you? I, you know, depends if you want my services or if you want to rep yourself, represent yourself pro bono, because that could be free. But, uh, you know, I, your, your friend, Mr. Lust, you know, obviously do charge a little bit. Of course. Um, and, then, and then the question of, you know, whether you could win in a lawsuit against uh, being banned. I mean, it, it's a question of Twitter, right? As many people think that Twitter's a public situation. No, forum. it's not. It is. It is and it's not. It's the rules of a private association. So a, the private association can have rules so long as they're not discriminatory or unfairly applied. Right. And, Tony, we have to figure out why you got kicked off. Uh, I still don't know that. They don't no, tell no, us. They, they, we don't know They either. don't tell us. It's a bot. Anytime you appeal, it's a bot giving you the same answer. And then, you know, I had a lot of people, high muckety-muck peoples, asking the same question, and they get the same bot answer. So there's nobody physically working in Twitter anymore because everybody's left San Francisco. All the, you know, all the ro rocket, what is it, what are the, all these companies are just, you know, dumping people left and right. And so, again, I'm joking. I don't want to, uh, I'm not going to sue Elon Musk. But I think that, you know, if a guy who says he's about free speech, and I've done nothing, and I mean nothing, that would warrant a lifetime suspension when all you see on there is just absolute non-stop criminal behavior and people saying stuff that's not fact, it's a joke. It's a joke. But anyway, I'm sorry, Dan. So now, what happens now? You mentioned the NCAA is going to say if in the states where there's no – the NCAA takes the case if some student athlete in a state that is not involved 
with the NIL deal in the law in that particular state, they're on their own? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're inviting a legal challenge. They're, what the NCAA has essentially done is they're basically good. I don't know if they're going to do it, but this is what they're threatening, that we're going to, even though you might have cover and protection by state law, which says that the NCAA cannot punish us, the NCAA is saying we're still going to punish you. So it's inviting a challenge beat in Texas with Texas A&M or the Longhorns or, you know, the Sooners or one of these one of these big schools. They're going to punish them. And then the school is going to if they if they want to, if they have the uh, the moxie to do it. They'll take them to court um, and then we'll battle that out. But it's it's the closest we've ever been to a courtroom in this new NIL era. And listen, I'm all for the NILs. I'm all for, but the one thing that bothers that bothers me as a fan of sports, not as a guy involved in the business of sports, is the the transfer portals and how college sports, which is hard enough to follow because so many players, especially players that can leave after one year, you know, in some sports, obviously the NFL, you know, you have that situation. The NBA now you got to go to Europe or play in an elite league overseas or in the United States, and then. You can't go right. But you watch. I'm telling you right now, Bronny, if anybody's going to get to beat that rule and not have to stay one year at USC where he's going to play this fall, you think Bronny gets out and goes straight to the – you think there will be a lawsuit there? Or is LeBron James as, you know, as, as conceited as he is and convinced that he runs the world? There's no way he's going to get his son to supersede that rule and go in, right into the NBA, is there? Um – uh Dan, we were you're underwater again. Unfortunately. Shoot. Because we know, listen, I don't know where we don't even know if LeBron's going to stay with the Lakers. That's one thing. We don't know who, you know, now there's stories about uh, uh, Dame, Damian Lillard going to the 76ers. So the entire NBA is swapping players from left and right. But Bronny, you know, I mean, LeBron wants to play with his son. And is he going to retire? Is he going to come back? Is he going to stay with the Lakers? Where is he going to go? So LeBron can decide where he wants to go all along, even if he's under contract. So why wouldn't he make a move to say, hey, you know what, I'll play another year, but I've got to have my son playing on the same team. Yeah, I think Dan's still not back yet. We lost Dan. Well, Dan, yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm sorry we have to – I don't want to cut you short, but I don't want to put you in risk driving and having to worry about the phone going in and out because that's the problem with Twitter spaces. And why, again, I must condemn it, and I must condemn the people who run Twitter spaces, the three people who are still in the building hiding away under some cabinet where there's, all, there's still a few things left over from all the free shit they used to get and sit there and post TikTok videos of themselves with their feet up on a desk making money doing jack squat shit. You know what I'm saying? But in the meantime, if there's anybody else that would like to come live, <laughs> um, please feel free to raise your hand on Twitter Spaces or knock in the knocker room, the knocker room on nofilter.net. Um, we do have some people already waiting here. Let's go to... Trevor, actually, he has a comment on this particular subject. And uh, Trevor Harris in... Are you on? Is he on? He's coming on right now. Is he on? He's coming. Yeah, people are digging my Mickey Mouse Star Wars shirt. We went to Mickey... We went to a... 
We went to Disney during the pandemic, and it was the greatest. It was the greatest Disney vacation ever. We went on Cat and Jerry. We got mm-hmm. on all the rides. We got on this. We got on Star Wars, and that was the pandemic when Governor DeSantis allowed the parks to open and Disney the way they do it. They made sure that all the all the safety precautions were in place. They had the lines and everything else, and so now. People are saying, Joe Quill's saying, Trevor looks like he's ready to see his Cubbies get swept by the Phillies. How about the Phillies are now the best road team in baseball? They couldn't win on the road. They go they home couldn't. and they split their series with the Mets and, the, and, the, and Arizona and Sanford, wherever they played. They played Arizona, and then they, they played the Mets, Atlanta and the, the and the Mets, and they basically finished 500 at home after that six-game trip. Now they go on the road. They've won eight in a row trying to finish off the Cubbies. Hey, Joe, you, Joe, you, you know the NL Central's the NL is Comedy Central next to the AL. That's also the Comedy Central as well. We're both comedy divisions right now. We both stink right now. Exactly. And the, yes. and the Brewers are panicking right now, too, in that division. The Cardinals are more panicking, honestly. Well, the Cardinals should be. They've been in the basement all year. They stink on ice. The dry ice, dry ice, dry ice. But Milwaukee is supposed to be good, right? Is yes, Milwaukee supp- supposed to – the Cardinals were, are supposed to be better. The Cardinals were the favorite this year to win the NL Central. I was going through my odds, going through my notes. I was doing a baseball preview. I haven't listened back to the old podcast. I Give it up to were- the Cincinnati Reds, though, man. Oh, yeah. They finally this- had patience, patience. They bring the kid up, and this kid is – he and to me, he and Otani, I know there's a lot of good players, great players. Yeah. But what Otani did the other day – I mean, Nick, every time the guy steps on the field, he's breaking records. Ten strikeouts and a tape measure, two tape measure home runs. Is there anything that guy can't do? Um, he's gonna probably get nine hundred million. Million, I'll say that for sure. So you're going, you're getting close to a billion dollars. But people were saying five hundred million. Now you're saying nine hundred million. I'm saying nine million, nine hundred million to see see how smart I am. That's why I'd be different from everybody else. By the way, let's put your hands together. You know, the Oakland A's, it's been an up-and-down season. You know my feelings yes. about the Oakland fans and the A's and the franchise. Can we tell perfect game since Domingo Oman's a scumbag? They have now, the Oakland A's have recorded a hit, ladies and gentlemen. So the Schneid, the no-hit Schneid, no-walk, no-hit Schneid, has absolutely positively come to an abrupt halt for your Oakland athletics today. Congratulations. Yeah. They will. Uh, there'll be a parade. They'll have another pride parade just before June 30th ends because they want to get the one way, more pride parade scored, in the Bay Area. They scored how many runs? Four, four. today. Four runs. Four. four. They scored four runs against some Yankees, but dropped ten on them. By the way, so if you, you're counting on your overs, that's 14 combined runs altogether. By the way, did you see the hail in Denver, Colorado? Yes. By the way? Yes. That is the coolest thing ever. It's it looked like it snowed for the first time in Denver in the seven in the since nineteen eighty four maybe. Why we have breaking news right now? James Harden, Jim James Harden is this is according to Woj. James Harden is picking up his thirty five point six million dollar player option and working with the seventy sixers to explore trade scenarios. Just the other day we heard, oh, looks like they're gonna get back together. Sixers are going to bring back James Harden. And now, according to Woj, who is the best authority in the NBA when he was at Yahoo. 
Was that no, no, no? Shams is good, but uh, Shams he's good too. But Woj is the best. Let's be honest. Yeah, Woj is the gold standard of NBA reporters. So it's expected think- that Harden has played his last game for your team, your town, your 76ers. How, how many about pe- that? How about all those people who bought Sixer Harden jersey? You gotta love it. That that will go more quicker to the thrift store than the Andrew Bynum jerseys, or the Drew Holiday jersey, or all the uh, Andrew Wiggins jerseys, or ben, right? ben Simmons jerseys. Ben Simmons jerseys. I'm telling you, when I when I when I was in Philly one. When we were back in Philly, when we first moved back, we went into a Goodwill store, and there was a rack of all former Philadelphia athletes who had moved on, and people just donated into Goodwill, and it was a parade of first-round draft picks for the Sixers, the Eagles, the Phillies, the Flyers. Everybody had their jerseys in there, man. How about um? I saw one time I went shopping at a store. I saw a Namdi Asuma Eagles jersey. Oh, it was, it, actually, um, I saw one in the back seat of a car. A guy was eating lunch. Oh, that was Namdi. That's right, when he was in the parking lot. <laughs> By the way, Namdi's turned it around, man. The guy's got a great acting career. I mean, this guy's like, yeah. he's not some schlub, you know, going on celebrity boxing. The guy's pretty damn famous, like, rich. Like Nate Robinson did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Down goes Robinson. Down goes Robinson. <laughs> the process. Oh, well, oh, he wasn't oh. part of the process, but that process has now become rancid. It's now so rancid, mm-hmm. the 76ers process, that it's not even going to be used for bait. You know when you go to a koi pond and you throw, like, pieces of cheese in for the little fish or and they come out? Yeah. Or quarters for wishes. Exactly right. But we, I would like to dunk on, um, what's his face, the, the bra of Jamie Lynch for saying the process worked. It's not, has Who's not the bra? worked one bit. I don't know that guy. Uh, Jamie Lynch, the bro, the Jamie Lynch. I have no idea. Oh, I know he is. He He actually was a producer at WIP when I was there with Josh, and he didn't like Mm -hmm. either one of us. He never said a word to me, this guy. I wouldn't know him from Adam. What a jerk, anyway. um, How's that process going there, Jamie? How is that process? (laughs) Nowhere. Nowhere, Brian Wagner, the process idiots have now moved on to the new Sixers arena. Well, (laughs) I'll wake wake me up when I see a shovel in the ground. How about that? (laughs) Well, we saw one on I-95 at least, and you know who was really, really excited about about, about 95? My good buddy, my senator, John Fetterman. Uh, No, I I, I, uh, would would, would just um, really like the 95, Mm -hmm. 95, 95. The 95, baby. Not the 81. That Um, was Candy and the Kisses. Remember that song? Not 76. Not, not the clap your game. hands, everybody, Philadelphia 76ers. And not the 101, the 95. Not the Florida Turnpike. <laughs> not, not, not the Florida Turnpike. Not the I-5 exactly. down in South Florida. <laughs> not the 75. Exactly. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, but this shirt, well, how about, Kathy and Jerry had these made for shirt. when we went down – after I got fired from uh, from what Sirius. Do you call it? from Sirius XM, that has more hate-filled channels than any other radio organization on earth, hate-filled, racist shows than anywhere else, and they get mm-hmm. rid of me for making a joke about LeBron James. Can I be honest? They're still giving out those free Sirius XM subscriptions. I canceled mine. It's like you, you got to take the free. Yeah, money. they're pen charging me. I, I have stuff. to call them. You have to call. Here's a tip. If they're charging you more than $13 a month, you're getting ripped off. 
Yeah, you just call them back. I, say, I pay for my subscription. I, I got a free one once. I got a free subscription once from Sirius when I was on, like, Fox Sports Radio because they were happy because they were getting subscribers. Yeah. I was getting more yeah. subscribers to sign up than Howard Stone, who they paid $250 million to. Those poor schlubs, those poor schmucks who listened to Howard Stern on the radio, they weren't forking over all that money. In fact, on my serious package, I, want, I didn't want the Howard Stern channel. I said, whatever you're charging me extra, take that off. I don't have Howard Stern on my damn radio because the guy's an old lady. He's, he's your Jewish grandmother, not the one that you love, the one that you hate. And so he's I get bills now for twelve ninety five a month, and I don't even have Howard Stern. And so I, don't even want I, I was supposed to be paying $5 a month. And then they charge you all these other taxes and fees and all this other bullshit. Listen, I love satellite radio because I can't listen to over-the-air radio anymore. No, you just don't like yeah. the commercials. You just want something. Like yeah, if you're going to put on a channel, you know, you're paying for premium service. Sirius is a premium service. But now, you know, they'll just throw radio stations on and you have to listen to the commercial breaks. That's bullshit. Thank God they don't. Thank God they don't put QIM on Sirius XM. I, I would make people go nuts already. <laughs> Ridiculous, man. Well, Mr. Man, we have tons of people waiting in the oh, wings. Oh, by the way. Yes. Can you – FPL, by the way, Florida Power and Light. What someone about? Someone called me. Like, I got an email from it last week. Someone was trying to move into my place, which was not true. So my old account got canceled. No. And I, I had to put like a new one today to keep the power on. Wow. Wow. So FPL can go to hell, by the way. Fuck the power company. Oh, the, fight the power. Fight the power that be. So Ridiculous, that is man. my rent for the day anyways. Fuck Florida Power and Light. That's why we here in Southwest Florida. Who's our power provider, Robin? Um, LCEC. LC Lee County Electricity. It's like a co-op. Yeah, co-op. It's like we all pay together. It's like being it's like being in a commune. It's like love, peace, love, and soul. It's like you know, letting your hair down and smoking some ganja. You know, and, and and living like we did back in the no, 60s. No, Tony, it's like love and light. Pass the Get blunt, it? Tony. It's from yeah. Damon Bruce. Pass the blunt, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like chilling. That is really freaking loud. Brian Holy Wagner crap. says he's still in Miami on 36th Street. Was he My, in a, is he in a flop house? Is he in a flop house? Is he being held hostage? Is he running the mayor of Miami's uh, presidential campaign now that he's throwing his hat into the ring? That dude's a fraud, by the way. He looks like a $2 suit that went to Austin Burks, by the way. How many candidates do we need? I heard they like him in Miami. Listen, I'm not... I don't, I don't mind him, but he's kind of upfront and brash. It's like, you know, you're kind of boring. You kind of pull the same cards as always. Brian, why are you in, why are you in Miami Beach? Why are you with the tourists? What's going on Come down on, there, man? What's going on with the tourists down there? That's that's the worst place to be, is what Dan Levitard would say. Don't want you don't want to be in Miami Beach. There's killings everywhere. Exactly right. Yeah, you want to go yeah. over to the Gulf Coast and come visit us. Exactly. Except right. we're going to be gone tomorrow, so <laughs> don't do that. He way, says he's nowhere near Miami Beach. Yeah, he's on 36th Street. That's not Miami Beach. Brian, slide my DMs. We'll talk. Exactly. Well, All right, sir. Enjoy your vacation. Thank I you. have Fourth of July off. I'm going to go yell at Cardinal fans on Tuesday night, Tuesday afternoon for some Marlins and Cardinals baseball. Sounds lovely. I will. Thanks, Schwarbaum, Rev. Schwarbaum on the first pitch again as the Phillies are on fire right now. But the Atlanta Braves, let's be honest. The Atlanta Braves, they're good, man. They're beyond good. They just keep getting better. 
I got it next, uh, next week because we'll be back next Friday night. We're getting back next Friday, but to show you how dedicated we are to this program, we will do a show on Friday night, July 7th, because that's when we fly back in. So we don't take a travel day and go off and say, well, we just flew in all the way from Philly, and I got jet lag now, and you can't know, I had anything. too much fun, and yes. I was drinking and having The only the- reason we can't do it tomorrow is that we won't have all the equipment with us, and we can't schlep it with us. Right, so we're doing um, it tonight so we don't miss a show tomorrow night because we're not going to have any place to do a show. You know, and I don't want to do it on the phone. I want to do it with the full Tony Bruno Orchestra and all the great people who Speaking can be which, a part of it. Speaking of which, one of them is right here, the fabulous Jim from Cheltenham, the official archivist. The official archivist. Of the Tony Bruno exactly. Show. Exactly. Right. How are you doing tonight, Jim? Jim, you get a haircut? Yeah. I like it. That's good trim. You know, you got to get some trim every once in a while. There's something wrong <laughs> with some trim. What's up, Jim? Congratulations you and um, Robin on our YouTube Live now. Looks yeah, great. YouTube Live. I believe Pornhub Live's coming after us. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, the one that you always... my big smart TV. Now, um, Tony, we, we are pretty much live everywhere. Except on Except for... on Caffeine TV. Have you checked out Caffeine? Did you download I, it? On... I, I, I get, I write in Tony Bruno's show, and I, get, I see the logo, but when I hit the logo, nothing happens. So we are part of the No Filter Network on caffeine tv okay so, so, look, no network? so you want to look for no filter network and then right all in, of our sh- search rewriting that in uh yeah when you do a search do a search for the no filter network oh, and okay, that's why I didn't get it. yeah we're, your, your, your name's up there though the name <laughs> our name is up there as tony bruno okay. show but um a lot of people don't know that yes. yeah no a lot of people are following me on 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 uh on the network not on no filter yeah. but obviously on caffeine tv because i keep getting emails you have another follow so and so followed you all of our great listeners are starting to follow me on caffeine tv and i i i follow them back but again our show is in it because they have you know they have eric burns on there and they have a bunch of the no filter content on there on caffeine tv so it's under the no filter umbrella we want to give a shout out to some of the new people like jean jean forsberg is on uh no filter now we see her there she's got to wake up at 2 30 in the morning and then we also want to say hello to your daughter deanna bruno is listening to us Deanna's listening in tonight yeah on facebook live at nasta trey varnall no trey yarnall is on facebook live there's a bunch of people that are finding us again chris gardner um beautiful so we're, yeah, I mean, ten thousand. Like we had now. ten thousand people watching our last show on, on, uh, on, on uh, caffeine uh, TV. Oh, Alex, Alexander, Alex from Stroh's. Alexander oh, no. HBM says Alex the Chopper guy here. The Chopper guy. The Chopper guy. <laughs> Get to the Chopper. Your, is this Get, one of your guys that you used to go in the helicopter with? Well, of course, you know, I had Captain Billy. I had. Uh, I had a bunch of captains because I flew in a helicopter for a year. And I love helicopters. Get it to the chopper. The chopper. Now, Jim, what do you got on the, uh, on the agenda tonight, my friend? Okay. Uh, Joe, we have a clip tonight for you. I wanted to play this last February, but I had trouble getting, picking up the show because they were blocking me every time. But I'll play it now. This is when Angelo Talley did his last show in February. And you did a show with him in 1992, the first opening day at Veterans Stadium. And he had a bet with Al that he – you get to a baseball pass second base. Oh, this is this is real historic video. And of course, Audio. I just found out this is the only existing tape left. They destroyed the tape. They destroyed all the tapes. Anything that has no, me on it, yeah. they're all gone. What, what, what yeah. did they get? Did they get Hillary Clinton with all the hammers and the bleach bit 
and throw them in the they, toilet? They, what they happened? Outrage, you know, people do. That's why they destroy all these shows. It's an outrage. It's outrage. <laughs> exactly right. Well, here's how it sounded um, April 1992. Now, remember, this is before we had, you know, satellite radio. We, had, we actually had yeah. to use cell phones. And, you know, the cell yeah. phones weren't that good. Let's see if the quality in 1998 was better than it is today, especially on Twitter spaces where the quality still sucks out loud. Okay. okay. Uh, you know what? That's baloney. People that were here know the truth. They know the truth. And I'm going to tell you something else, too, ladies and gentlemen. I have not, you know, I've been on this show a long time. I am athletic. I've hit in it. I have hit in this very well. I guess. The only time it ever came on in the air, uh, you know, I threw a ball 400 feet. Oh. We actually have it. Just so that there's no further arguments. Can we play the tape of what I did years ago at the Vet? One of the highlights of Veterans Stadium. Let's listen. <laughs> the soup phone is ready. I have absolutely no excuse if I don't get this ball out to second base. I'm ready to do this right now. Here we go. He's going to come up the tunnel. And the throw is made. The ball is in the air. It's coming down. It's going to hit on the sideline. It's bouncing. It's rolling. It's coming. It is. He made it. He made it. There you go, Johnny. <laughs> it's in the hole. Now, you know, we didn't fake that. That wasn't fake. That was genuine live screaming play-by-play play early in the morning on the old WIP back in the day. But that's what they do. They destroy all these shows, and that's why, you know, you have to keep try to keep as much as you can, but... You now have all, the only recorded history of my broadcast. I, mean, I, have two, I have two clips from WIP. That one, and of course, the big one was the, the tree. Do we have that clip? I have the clip. I still have that clip, yes. They destroyed that one, too. Wow. They destroyed the I tree what cut? That's what, I heard. what about my rant against Xfinity Broadcasting or Infinity Broadcasting? No, at the time? <laughs> they used to I have that rant. I went on a rant one day. No. Tony went on a rant? I went on an anti company rant. On WIP. Did they try to sue you or something? Or? Yeah, it's when my contract expired, and then Tom Bigby, who was the boss man there, he kept yeah. downplaying me. And again, I loved working with Angelo and Al. I wanted to stay there. But that's when ESPN offered me a job to go up to Bristol and help start the network. So I went up there. I took the job. And then ESPN, and I was doing I was going on. I would drive Friday after the show. I would jump in my car and drive to Bristol, Connecticut, get to <laughs> Connecticut, go to the hotel, <laughs> And then we'd have meetings on Friday night to prepare for the shows for Saturday night and Sunday night. And we'd go out to dinner. We'd go to Pagliacci's, the same Italian restaurant. And it was a routine. And then Saturday, we'd be there all day from noon to 1 a.m. doing prep and doing the shows. And then Sunday night at 1 a.m. after another meeting to recap the shows, because ESPN was known for meetings, I would then jump in my car and drive back from Bristol, Connecticut, 84 all the way down to the George Washington Bridge, the New Jersey Turnpike, all the way to Philly, and then go back on the air at 5.30. So I did that for a couple of years. I don't know how you did it. I just had And no then I, don't, I did it with Jolt Cola, and, and I can't believe in the snow on the, on the, on the turnpike. That's a tedious drive, three and a half hours. It's just there's nothing to keep you awake, you know. So I'd crank the radio up and drink, drink Jolt Colas. And then one day, you know, when I, told, when I finally made the decision that Tom Bigby said, take one job or the other, and we're not going to offer you a job. You go take the ESPN job. So I did. I went to ESPN. I said, I'm taking the job. They don't want me to stay. And so I said, I'm going to do one or the other. I can't keep doing both. I don't want to kill myself driving back and forth. 
So then uh, Angelo and Al were upset because they said, you're not going to leave. You're kidding. So then I went on the air and I did this whole thing about – so then I, I did say I was leaving. And then all of a sudden, they sued me and said, you can't leave. We have a clause in the contract that we have a right to match any offer you get. So I had to stay another year on WIP on the morning show and do ESPN at the same time. But ESPN then decided to get me a rental car up there from the airport and uh, fly me up from Philadelphia to New Haven every week so I didn't have to do that drive, and then I would drive back on the Sunday night only. So wow. that's what they did. And then after that year was up, I said, I'm le- I said, Ange, that will be the final day on WIP, and I will never, ever work for Tom Bigby again. It has nothing to do with you or Angelo or the people at WIP when a guy tells me to take it or leave it, and I knew ESPN wasn't going out of business. Now, obviously, WIP is a legendary station, but that was in the infancy of the sports radio era. So I knew yeah. that you know, ESPN wasn't going away, and so I had to make a decision based you know, on my life. And then I started just working a couple days during the week, and my life was much easier because I had young kids and I wanted to go see them grow up and you know, play Little League baseball and stuff. So I, I was... I was away from my family every weekend, but it was I never had to move to Connecticut or never had to displace my family and move from city to city like a lot of people in radio have to do. So I was fortunate hopefully, on that. Hopefully one. maybe someday you'll get Angel on the show some night. Absolutely. Sometime. Yeah, I haven't heard from him. I wonder if he's bored. Now, right now, you got to be thinking, it's been well, a couple yeah, yeah, of I months. Hate this, but he, I hate to say this, but he did the Mike Mizzinelli podcast. He did? Well, no, everybody does the Mike Mizzinelli well, podcast. There you go. He's me. bored. <laughs> of course he's bored. you got to be bored to do the Mike Mizzinelli podcast. I heard that Harry Mays was on there with uh, Jason Bertitas. Well, Jim, it was always great hearing from you. you Once in a while, you play the theme song when you open the show with Thank God It's Friday. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Here's here's the album. I found the album the other day. You found the album? There it is. Thank God It's Friday. Friday. (laughs) That's great disco era stuff right there, man. Oh, man. I remember when that movie came out. Yeah. The double album. <laughs> yep. Beautiful, man. That's back when the world was a much better place, and you can go to the car wash. Yeah, that's where Donna Summers um, did Last Dance. Oh, absolutely. They, no, that's one of the greatest disco the albums ever recorded. Yep. And you have it on, and you have it on vinyl. That's what right. I'm talking about. I think too. I might even okay, have that yeah, I got some cool's coming up. Jim, All right, Jim. People are giving you Take love. Care, Such a great everybody. wealth of knowledge. Fourth July is a holiday. Thank you. Don't look for me Likewise. for fireworks. I will not be anywhere near the fireworks in Center City or the cars uh, drifting on I ninety five. I'll be you away from that stuff. Tomorrow night at the bank. The Phillies tomorrow night. They're back. Who's in town? Bank tomorrow night. <laughs> Who's in town tomorrow night? The Washington Nationals. The Washington Natty, too. Was, will uh, Dr. Fauci be out to bounce up the first pitch all the way down the first baseline again? It's sold out tomorrow night. <laughs> it's sold out, huh? Awesome. Love you, Jim. Natty, too. I'm sure there'll be dozens of Washington National fans making the trek up from our nation's capital. <laughs> okay, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend and have a great 4th of July. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. James, he's got a channel on YouTube, too, where he has all the great bits from back in the day. Multiple CDs, multiple vinyls. He is. He's a great wealth of knowledge and nostalgia and a good human being. Now, Tony, Alexander HBM on Facebook Live um, said that he's the one that rendered the motorcycle, the blue chopper. Oh, yes. Now I remember. That was amazing. The guy's an amazing, amazing artist. I remember that. That that was was, uh, Harry and... 
Tony Cho- Chopper, right? Yeah, like no, he, the guy's a great uh, artist. He did like a graphic design for that. That was amazing. Yeah, because I knew he wasn't one of my helicopter pilots. Because the guys I had as helicopter pilots were Vietnam guys, and they were insane. <laughs> but they knew how to fly a helicopter. Well, he says he misses you on 97.5. Listen, now you know my friends are all still there. I, I check in with the guys every once in a while. Check in with my boy, uh, my boys who are doing different things now, no longer on the radio. But everybody that we talk to, um, they say that 97.5 isn't what it used to be. I mean, it's... Well, it's, you know, it's tough. And obviously, WIP has an advantage because they have the Eagles, yeah. you know, and they have the Phillies. And when you have the two biggest franchises, you know, the, the Sixers and Flyers, the Flyers are not doing well right now. They just blew up the whole thing starting over. The 76ers now with no James Harden, you know, and Beat's still there, and they're going to have, uh, you know, Maxi. but who else? Well, here's, here's what I've been saying this forever is that, and we know this because they've proven it over and over and over again, that um, radio stations are not programming for the listeners anymore. Well, no, no, ESPN isn't either. Yeah. I mean, ESPN. They're not programming you know, for the listeners. They, they stopped d- doing hockey yeah. when they didn't have hockey games on. And then they got the contract back, and now they talk hockey all the time. So that's the thing about sports. You know, in, in some cities, you could only talk about, like, the Eagles are the biggest story in Philly. You go down south, and it's college football is bigger than pro sports. So it's a regional thing and a local thing in many markets. And so, but ESPN has to try to, pro, you know, Talk to the entire country. Now, Trey Yarnell is asking, Tony, what advice would you give someone wanting to get into sports talk radio? Uh, welding. <laughs> I would say uh, go, to, go to a trade school. I'm serious. You know, because I didn't go to a trade school. I just happened to learn the trades when I was a young kid and my dad died and my uncle was a contractor and I went out and mixed cement. That's how I learned how to do mortar and brickwork and block work and stucco. And, you know, and then uh, when I grew up and I bought a house, you know, we didn't have YouTube and go find ways to fix things. So I, I used to be able to do things around the house. The first house I bought, I rehabbed it. This is way before HGTV and everybody doing flip. I didn't do a house but to flip it. But realistically, if somebody has a passion for sports well, it, radio, you can, what would you, you tell you fo- them? You follow it, and you everybody should follow their passion. But, you know, a lot of times people follow their passion, they, they realize after a couple of months or a couple of years of trying to get to where they want to go that – you have to live. You have to make money. And starting in the radio industry right now, you know, there's not many jobs. Yeah. People are being replaced. Shows are being, you know, the syndicated shows are being put on instead of local shows. And so, and these companies, these big companies, and there's a few of them that pretty much run the whole industry, you know, they're not hiring people at top dollar. You know, they're creating, they're trying to create new stars rather than pay for existing stars that cost you more money. And that's what's happening with ESPN. ESPN created a lot of stars back in the 90s, you know, and these guys became legendary. Keith Olbermann, Dan Patrick, you go down the name of, names of all the people. They, they've obviously put me on the national map, even though I had done national before that. But ESPN Radio was on everywhere, so people heard me for the first time there in the 90s. And then Fox Sports Radio. But the bottom line is now local, working at local radio, you can still move up the food chain. John Marks in Philly, you know, uh, a lot of people who are now doing morning and afternoon drive, they cut their teeth answering phones at a local radio station, making very little money. But they stuck it out. They wanted to do it. They started getting some update shifts where they would do the updates on the station. And then sooner or later, they get a fill-in shift on the weekend. And if they stuck it out and, and people liked what they did, they would move up the food chain. You know, Joe DeCamera, he was an office guy at 97.5. They wouldn't even put him on the air unless somebody was sick. 
He was sitting in the office as the assistant program director. Now he's doing morning drive on WIP. But the kind of money that used to be made is not there anymore. You you have to admit yeah, that. Yeah, the, the days of the multi-million dollar local radio guys yeah, are fading gone. away. Angelo, could, there'll be, never be another guy in Philly, in Philly morning radio to make the kind of money that Angelo did. But Angelo was a commodity that they couldn't afford to lose. You know, and that's – nowadays there are no commodities you can't afford to lose. Look at Tucker Carlson. They got rid of him, and they still have to pay him money. But now if you have an employee that you don't like or you turn on them or they turn on you, you just get rid of them. And then you try – and then you see what happens as you try to rebuild the station, whether it's a sports team, a television station, a radio station. You lose key players who have been there for decades. You know, they're hard to replace. But I think we live in an era now where – you know, there's a lot of backup people who fill in. That's what happened in Philly with Jim Gardner. They had people at Channel 6 in Philly, and it happens all over. You know, the main person leaves after decades. But now you're seeing an era where you're not going to see people spending 10, 15, 20 years as the light nighttime local anchor. Those days are probably going to come to an end soon because if you're in a smaller market like down here in southwest Florida, there's a lot of good young talent. And they're on the air, too. And then they move their way up the food chain. Somebody will see somebody doing weather. And there's some really good weather people because weather's a big deal here in Florida. So they have to know their hurricanes. They have to know the entire national weather situation. So they've got some good local weather TV people. And sooner or later, those people will move up. Another market will hire them in a bigger city. That's how it works. It's all about getting your foot in the door, being an intern, and then moving your way up the food chain. It's pretty much the same in a lot of businesses. The other it's not difference, just the same. Though, it's not just in, in, endemic to radio. It, the other difference, though, is that you do not have to only concentrate on terrestrial radio anymore because there exactly. are a lot of other avenues, such as podcasts. And you can learn, um, you can go through those those learning curves that you would normally have to wait Absolutely. years and years look and at years all look at years. mr beast look at the internet yeah. has done to, you know to influencers these are just regular people you know they don't have to be professional broadcasters you don't have to have you know you become an influencer because you do something that attracts attention whether it's tiktok whether it's instagram you know ig models have become very famous mr beast but i mean there's a guy you know who's like Huge. But Everybody talk- knows who he is. Yes. And they don't even know his real name. He's just Mr. Beast. Yes, and don't forget only. But only fans models are usually like Instagram models who failed or actresses who are on their way down and they need some more extra cash. And, you know, how hard is it to take your clothes off and charge people to watch you? I do it for free. But, you know, not anymore. Now, if you want some, you know, now that I'm, uh, I'm bronzed and I'm, you know, here in Florida and I'm and out in the sun. you lost weight and you're yeah. losing weight some yeah. more. <laughs> now you're going to start charging. I again. may start doing old man porn because that's coming back now. Um, you know what I'm saying? We, we want to give a shout out to Josh Blankenship listening from northern Minnesota. Minnesota. And one of our other buddies, we know last week we said we had somebody listening to us, uh, Paul Ferreira. Was listening in uh, um, in Spain. Yeah, Barcelona. In Barcelona, Spain, and then another one of our listeners was in uh, what country? Portugal. Portugal. Yes. Portugal this year, this week. So people are listening Portuguese. all over the world, no matter where you are, baby. Um, we also got somebody that was listening in <laughs> Singapore. Yes. And the Philippines, and down under. We always love our down unders. Well, I love it down <laughs> under too. You know what I'm saying? Unless you haven't taken a shower. 
then I ain't going anywhere near there. You know so what I'm Lee said that um, <laughs> the sound on YouTube Live is not as good as on No Filter, but it's better than it was before. I I have no control over it. It just gets sent out. So uh, it's the the sound uh, programming app within the YouTube thing. It, exactly. It's coming from the same place and being sent out to all the different. So that's that's one of the unique things about No Filter is um, they work um, directly with Dolby and they make sure that's one of, like, I don't know. Not if Thomas you, Dolby. No, no but Dolby same. Sound. Right. And um, they have figured out a way that even if you have um, a not a great connection, internet connection, mm-hmm. the sound is still good, everything's still good. And it took them a while to, for, for Dolby to kind of get yeah. their shit together because one of the things that we have going on, we play music, we play a lot of different things, and Dolby couldn't quite figure out. They had noise suppression built right. into their sound system. Not Dolby Gillis, that's a different they guy. they removed it. They removed it for no filter, um, and that's how come we sound so fantastic with all of our professional equipment on no filter right now. Unfortunately, YouTube and Facebook probably... They have not asked Dolby to remove the noise suppression yet, and there's nothing we can do about it until Facebook and YouTube Live get their shit together. Or until uh, Elon Musk and uh, Zuckerberg fight to the death, and then the winner gets to fix both uh, organizations. You know what I'm saying? By the way, the update, as I said earlier at the beginning of the show, don't ever bet on celebrity golf on a weeknight. Especially if you're laying minus 230 for the Splash Brothers, who were favored to win this thing on TNT. And now, as my boy Rock and Reese, another member of the No Filter Network, we says... We are going to go to Rock and Reese in Splash, just a minute. But he says the Splash Brothers are being treated like stepbrothers. Oh, that's an outrage. It is an outrage. Um, we are first going to go to somebody here on... Um, does it, does, is it Twitter Spaces with another bad phone line? And I'm not blaming the people. Let's find out. I'm blaming the phone companies, and I'm blaming Twitter. We're going to go to Bleacher Brothers. Uh, Which one of the Bleacher Bros is on? I believe it's the big guy. The big guy? The big guy, AJ. Um, Oh, I thought you meant Chef Tom. No. (laughs) (laughs) And then we're going to go to Rock and Reese. Yes. um, Not Joe Biden. I'd have to give him 10% of the show's proceeds tonight. And don't forget to hit that tip button up there. I'm still about $150,000 short on my goal of getting my house finished by this year next time if I'm still alive, good Lord willing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, this is Maynard G. Krebs. I'm a first-time long time. <laughs> I love you. I loved you on the Dobie Gillis show, man. I love the goatee. And, of course, I love you on Gilligan's Island as well, my friend. The sound on Twitter spaces, and I'm in my car right now, is fucking phenomenal. It is? That's awesome. Yes, it sounds so good. Elon must have been listening. Elon must have listened and made that one phone call that he hasn't made on my behalf to get my account reactivated. Where are you? Are you in Broward uh, Broward County where that coward coward resource officer got off scot-free? Because his name is Scott Peterson, he left 17 kids to die? No, I don't go to Broward County. I stay in Palm Beach County. I leave that for Trevor. He, he, he's, the, he's Mr. Uh, 954. Exactly right, man. So what's going uh, on tonight? Are you watching the match? I, no, no, no. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm, 
I'm busy, but I, I just I wanted to tell you that this is so friggin' exciting that Caffeine TV, Twitter Spaces, YouTube, Facebook, of course, no filter, that people are discovering you again that did not know that you were still going and broadcasting. Or alive. So many people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's alive. He hasn't died yet. Oh, now see here's there's his phone. See what happens? What road which road are you on? The 95, the 495, the 275, even though we don't call them that down there. We call them just just by the yes. numbers, right? Yeah, yeah, there's no the. That's a, that's a West Coast thing. I know. The U. The only thing oh. is the in Florida is the U. The U, or you. the Ohio State University. You know what I'm saying? Also, the, the strip club. That's the strip club, yeah. It has, a, it has a thaw in front of it. A.J. Lopez <laughs> checking in from San Antonio, where the Spurs are really, really excited now. You talk about a franchise, right? The Tim Duncan, David Robinson, and, of course, uh, now the French Beast. They're set, man. They're set. I just wanted to let you know, a year ago, I didn't know that you were still doing this. And I found you, and I couldn't be happier. And it's literally kind of changed my life. And well, it might sound you. like an overstatement, but it's not. And I enjoy it. I love it. And I'm glad that so many other people well, thank you, are going to be able to rediscover it again. And it's that, it sounds friggin' phenomenal. And uh, what do I? What do I? Who do I need to send my resume to to get that intern job where I can answer the phones and send it to Miss Robin. Send, send it to Miss Robin. <laughs> she handles. By the way, that the, the guy Mike Alexander or Alexander Messi, Alex the Chopper guy. Uh huh. He sent us a whole bunch of pictures of the. Oh, chopper. those are from the. the oh. Yeah, he did this on. Oh a, my God, I was on that. Yeah, Robin was even <gasps> you, on the Chopper. You know, hold she on forgets. a second. I forgot that I was on there. That is a photograph of the night that we almost got arrested. We missed out on getting arrested at the strip club within like yes. two hours. We left. I want. I want to know what happened to that chopper. That thing was amazing. We have to post pictures here, Robin. These are. Hold on. Let me we were see on the back bumper. It. Me, Robin, and Harry at the strip club. That picture was taken. And then there's pictures of me outside a temple and. Robin and the seat says 97.5, the fanatic. Okay, hold on a second. It's beautiful. It's got the logos of all the teams on the on the wheels. Okay, I'm going to put this man. up on the screen. So if you're not seeing this, you're going to have to look at it somewhere else if you're on Twitter Spaces. That's the other thing that's bad about Twitter Spaces. You can't see it live. But here is the Chapa that he did the artist rendering for. And that photograph right there is me, Harry, and Tony at a strip club that he had, uh, Harry and Tony had a paid appearance. That, you know what club that Halloween. was, right? Club, um, that was the penthouse club. No, that wasn't at the yes, penthouse. Yes, that was the penthouse was club. Was I wearing that suit at the penthouse yes. club? We oh, yeah, that was, was my, that was, yeah, that was my, uh, that was where we almost got arrested the night yes. before the place was busted. That was a penthouse club off, nine, off 95. We went in for Halloween, um, and we were dressing up because we had a party to go to, I believe, afterwards. It was snowing. We go there. We're dressed up. You were there to judge a um, costume party or costume. And there was this, like, really, really freaky chick. Yeah. She, I forget. Who had a knife and We've told I the story before. What, yeah. But anyway. Not scores. Not scores. No. That night, they got raided right after like two or three hours after we left yeah 
and we would have ended up in the paddy wagon. Exactly right. <laughs> now people see that this. would have been a better story. I know. Did you see these pictures? Now you have to look at them on no filter if you're They're not watching. They're very cool. That's why Twitter Spaces has got to rack, you know up its game. That was a. I want to. I want. I want to know from. I want to know from Alex, what what the, what the status of that chopper is. Whether he sold it, does he own it? Is he got? No, is he, he just did the rendering. I don't think that the. Oh, that was, wasn't that. They, he didn't actually put that together. I don't think so. I think he just did a a, a rendering what it would look like if. Oh man, I need. I to think have one of those I could made, be wrong, man. Alexander. Could you see me cruising down the streets here in Florida on I that son of a bitch? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Better, yeah. but especially since our little scooter was stolen, we need something like well, that. Well, I was in Philly. Yep. That, that would be this. This bike would be stolen in a heartbeat in Philly, in a heartbeat. It would be good for drifting, though. You know. That's pretty cool. The Tony Bruno Chapa. 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 By the way, you know it's a good. It's a big holiday today. Did you know that? And we like to acknowledge all holidays. We don't care what your religion is, what your ethnicity is, what. Uh, you know, your, your SAT scores, anything. Everybody here is family. And that's why we love our audience and we love all the people who listen and watch and tune in. But we have a big holiday tonight. And I know you probably have some friends celebrating tonight, AJ. Are you, are you celebrating? What's the holiday? It's called Eid al-Adha. Il al-Adha. Adha. Il al-Adha. Adha. If you're celebrating, congratulations. This is the this is the Islamic celebration of the Feast of Sacrifice. It's not the Feast of St. Peter and Paul. No, that's that's not that's not the date. Tomorrow is St. John the Baptist Day in Canada. That's where everybody gets their head dunked, including the uh, including that Justin Trudeau dude. It'll wash the blackface off from the soot and from the blackface that he wears all the time up there in Canada, eh? But by the way, so if you're celebrating tonight, I don't know if you know about this. It's the Feast of Sacrifice. And it's, let me be, let me be honest and say, this is the goat of all Islamic celebrations. You know, we like to use the goat of all time. Literally, this is the goat. You know why? Because in many places in the Islamic culture, I don't know if we do it here in this country, but I know they do it. In Iran and other places, they they get the goat and they slit its throat. It's not just goats. It's it's no. Any it's animal. the goat. Goats are the most popular, but yes. they can also do um, cows, and they have to kill the animal in the halal method. Mm-hmm. So it's usually bloodletting, slit the throat. Now, do they have it on a stick on a like on a cart? No. With the, with the smoked charcoals. I love that flavor. You're That's not until after. I hope. I hope it's not until after the animal is dead because that would be just horrible. Now, you know me. I'm not into so, animal cruelty. Now, have you ever cooked? It's so fucking festive. It really is. And that's the big one. The <laughs> one before it is not that big. This is the, the granddaddy of them all. But uh, the other holiday ha- happened earlier. It's the Eid al-Fatera. Fatra. 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 It's the Eid al-Fatr. Eid. Eid. Eid Eid al-Fatr. And that is the end of Ramadan. And that's the end of Ramadan. Not Ramadan a ding dong. And it's not as uh it's not as it's not as big as the 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 uh the Il Ad Al. This is one of the biggest ones. This This, no, this is the biggest one. And of course this week, from uh, starting on 
the they, 26th Monday. Yeah, they start. They go Monday. The the uh, these Islamic holidays go from Monday to well, sa- this one does to Saturday. The five day Hajj. And it started the, on Monday the 26th. That's the pilgrimage to Mecca. Everybody goes to Mecca, not the arena in Milwaukee where the Milwaukee Bucks used to play. That was a great building. Remember that? You remember the Mecca, yeah, well, don't we you? All, yeah, in, in Palm Beach, they're doing a big thing at Mar-a-Lago tonight for this holiday. Everybody faces Donald Trump. In the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gets down. They face the golf course or they, they face the gates where everybody goes in. <laughs> I'm waiting in line right now. It's a really long line to to get up here. But we, Tony, oh, Tony, we have a video. Yes. Of, so again, if you're if you're if you're Muslim and you celebrate, God bless you. If you want to, you know, slit gut, I don't I don't approve of it. I would never slit any animal's throat. You know what I'm saying? But, Except if it was you know some thug who's trying to kill somebody. You know, whether it's a white well, we dude, an Irish dude, a black the, dude, a Puerto Rican we, dude, I don't care. We have a response from, um, from Yeah, the so goats. for all the people who love animals, and we love goats especially, goats are the most lovable characters. We put them out there to clean, to cut our lawns, right? Mm-hmm. People hire goats to, to go eat the brush because they eat everything. Am I right? You know this, AJ. Don't they? There are people who Absolutely. rent out goats to go, and in California they do it because of all the big brush fires. So they put them on the sides of roads up in the Bay Area, and you'll see goats eating all the brush. And there's something about goats' stomach. They can apparently handle eating practically anything that grows, like stuff that would normally poison other animals. They're fine with it. They eat everything, man, except shit. I don't think they eat shit. No, I'm, I'm talking about— A lot about- like golden retrievers, but <laughs> retrievers eat shit, too. Yeah, but- <laughs> <laughs> but here's here here's some response from. We're going. Let's from, get let's get goat. some of our favorite goats on here so that they can have their say yes. before they get their next slick slick tonight. <laughs> Look at those lovely goats sticking their tongue out. <laughs> Oh, he spit right out. Spit back right at him. Look at those goats, man. Especially baby goats. I think we know what they're saying. What are they saying? They're saying, this bullshit, man. You mean, get the court? This Ait al-Ada holiday is bullshit. It is. See, there was a guy right there. <laughs> there you go, folks. There There's you your, have it. You know, we always talk about goats in sports. Goats are the real goats. Goats eat everything. I mean, can you name another animal? I know, like, pigs eat everything, and there's a lot of feral animals that eat stuff. But uh, that's not Lynn Villa Orchards, no, out there in Pennsylvania, no. I don't think so. It could be. But, yeah, a lot of people get, have goats so they can eat all the shrubs and not the good shrubs that you want them not. Oh, they, no, eat, they, they, they eat the cat. They'll eat anything, man. They're not discriminating. It's not no. like you can say, hey, eat this but not this. They're they not will like eat Mikey. everything. Remember when Mikey, who, who didn't want to eat anything, and uh-huh. then he had life cereal? Remember Mikey? Yes, I remember. Try him. it. You like it. Exactly Try it. right. Yeah. Exactly right. So there you have it, see? And by the way, you know what this this week is called in the Muslim world? It's called the Hajj. Hajj. The Hajj. Hajj. H-A-J-J. 
Hodge. That's Not Merrill Hodge, the former Pittsburgh Steeler great, as you well know. You know what I'm saying? Tony, we are almost out well, of time. No. Yeah, I know. Well, can I, I will let you go. Can, can I wish you both a happy 4th of July and a shalom malekum? Maleka Maleka hi, Maleka Heidi Heidi ho. Exactly. I don't know what is. It? I wonder what the uh, the the greeting is during. Wasn't this that the time. dude? Wasn't that the dude on uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse? I think so. But they used to do Maleka Maleka. Yeah, Pee Wee's Playhouse. Are, if there are any Muslims that are listening right now, Maleka Maleka hi, Maleka Heidi ho. During the holy days of either Hajj. Or uh, the um, Eid al-Adha right now. Do you say happy? I don't know what you say. Happy Adha. Let's or? make it. Let's keep. Just keep. Keep walking and keep walking in an orderly fashion till you get to Mecca, and then stand there and look up and pray. Is, it, don't they say? They, they, there's only one thing they would say: death to America. Well, exactly. That, not all of them. No, not just some. No, I mean, there's there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of. Jambi was the guy. Jambi, not John Boy. That asshole is making a gazillion dollars with John Boy Media, and I'm kidding. He's not an asshole. He's a smart Thanks guy. Thanks for checking in, Alexander. Jombie. You know who the actor was who played Jombie? Um, no. Say goodbye to Alexander. He has to go. He, he uh, sent an email. Whoever trashes this show, give him a bump, bump, de bump. You're damn right. I'll give. We haven't given Who's any tonight. Show? I know. We haven't given. Let me give one just because I think I'm contractually obligated just to give one of these right now. You know what I'm saying? Now I can't find it again. Oh, now you can give yourself one. I'm going to give myself one <laughs> once I can find it. <laughs> and we're going to... I don't discriminate. I give. Here it is. There we go. Wait, I got to find this because this is going to bug me. I want to know who Jombie is. And I think he just died recently. The guy who played Jombie on Pee Wee's Playhouse. And Ron Mahoney Jr. is checking in, saying the Madden legend himself, yo... No relation to Jerry Mahoney. You can tell how old I am. I'm dropping all old school stuff. Okay, we're going to go to Rock and Reese because he's been waiting for a while. He's why he's the only guy watching right, hey, the love, golf love tournament. You guys. Happy, happy fourth. Same to you, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks all your support in. and help. Right, show man. sounds great. The Bleacher Brothers, baby. Follow them. Bleacher Brothers Network, baby. <laughs> you are loving your little light-up thingy. It's like a light-up lollipop. Exactly right, man. There Rock he is, Rockin' Reese. Reese in the house tonight. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Are you really watching this, uh, uh, the match? <laughs> um, or what What was supposed to be a match? <laughs> it's, I, we don't know. Oh, yeah, we people saying TNT, the, the so fresh to... cut. People loving the fresh <laughs> cut tonight. Thank you, thank you. Just got it in time for the birthday, so. When's the birthday, man? Yeah, I am celebrating number 41 on Saturday. Ooh, oh, so that's congrats. a July 1st. So you're no longer a June yep. baby. You cannot, <laughs> by the way, you cannot celebrate Pride on Saturday because, as you know, Pride Month ends Friday night at midnight. So you, you may have to be able to, maybe you'll get some friends if you want to do another little Pride parade in honor of your birthday. But, dude, AJ Lopez just turned 46, another June baby. Brian mm. Wagner's hitting 40 in three weeks, he says. Gosh, there's As all everybody. these people. So we got all these cancer babies. That's how we do Yeah, cancer. Because Gemini ends when? June 20... 21st, 22nd? 20th like to 21st, something like that. Yeah, the first day of summer. That's how I know. That's when the, that's when the Geminis go into hiding or go out and work on their tans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, then the um, twin side comes out. But... Now, Brian Wagner, happy birthday to him. He hits 40. In I just 30. said that, Robin. Are you on a tape delay? Yes, I am. 
I just said Brian <laughs> Wagner said he turns 40. I actually had just turned my headset off for a second because I was trying to listen to something. Uh, oh, hey, so okay. I, no, I, now you can give me one legitimately. Can we get an official one in the show? I that's thought, like, that's I, how I feel with um, Seacrest hosting Will of Fortune. Oh, man. Oh, I know. Can yeah. they, please, I mean, can there, there are certain people you just see enough of. Listen, I, I know just, Ryan Seacrest. Yeah. I worked with him a million years ago. The, guy's, <laughs> the guy has every job in America. And now Vanna White <laughs> is going to have her deal redone. Now, with all due respect, she made $3 million a year. That's what she got every year plus bonuses, but never got a raise. And now she's bitching about never getting a raise for standing there and turning letters for for 30 years. She, yeah, Steve Harvey turned it down. They were going to give him the job, and then they were going to give the job to – You know uh, what, though? I wouldn't have minded Steve Harvey as much as I, I – Steve Harvey's on every other show. I know. He's yeah. one of the few people that I actually have not gotten tired of. Yeah, it how's like, Mario Lopez? A, how can they look? I know he's got his own shows, there too. There are so many people that I've gotten tired of, like, oh, like Ryan Seacrest is definitely one of them. Steve Harvey, I am still not tired of. I don't know why. No, we love Steve Harvey. I, but how many shows do you need to do? He does a morning radio show. He does Now he's doing his court show because he's good yeah. and everybody loves him, man. Matt Raposa says John Paragon was Jambi the Genie. John he Paragon. in April of 2021. Yeah, I knew it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. John Paragon, John B. the Genie. We mean we have to go out with a little John B. tonight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not John, but Juice. Are they still around? Let's say, man, it's like all the Here. Like all the good ones always pass away in these. I days. know. Yeah. I'm gonna bring Stephen Luker in as well because he's a big John B. fan. We are almost out of time, make, and make, I want to make, make sure that he is on. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we have to get out on time tonight because. Unlike the other nights, there are shows that are coming on immediately at nine exactly o'clock after right. we do. So yes, and we have to get still pack for tomorrow. Yeah, we got to pack. We got to leave at like six a.m. So speaking of which, I got to get ready for. And by the way, and I will be doing one Saturday. So yeah, I am doing a show on my birthday. So exactly right. Well, congratulations, man. You can see Thanks. Rock and Reese. You can see Stephen Luker and all the great shows. Not only here on uh, No Filter Network, but Bleacher Brothers, and I. You know, Penguin AZ says it. And by the way, uh, happy birthday to uh, Play Action Reel's wife. Stacked up, racked up on Arizona, in Arizona on July, on the 4th of July. Happy birthday, Reese. Now, Stephen, we're we're running out of time. Hi, Mecca, Heine Ho. There he is. (laughs) Put him on the full screen, Robin. Mecca, lecca, hi, mecca, hi, ho. Mecca, lecca, hi. Mecca, Weren't they chanting that at the Pride Parade in San Francisco last weekend? Hi, mecca, hi, ho. Oh, not the hi, ho. I bet you you won't get that out of your head all weekend. Yeah. Long live Jombie. There you go, Tony. Bruno. Not the glory hole. Jerry Jones is still looking for that down there in Texas. Mecca like a high, make a hiney ho. Steven, what's going on tonight, man? <laughs> Not much. Just finished uh, my first week of school, actually. Tony. School's back in? It's it's thinking not even July. Went back to school. Dude, what school is this? I went back to school already. I just re-enrolled for the summer through next two. 
Wholesale uh -oh. University. I got all my classes. I can show you guys. Steve, your your uh, like I can show you my class your internet sucks of what I've been taking. Are you so back on dial-up uh, over there in Hemet or Hemet? I'm sorry, I always say Hemet. It's Hemet. I had a tower. Yeah, we're yeah. being affected by I. I'm gonna have tower to collapse of the star. Yeah, oh, man, I hate to do it to your uh, internet provider, but I got to give them one of these. That sucks. Well, I want to, uh, Reese, Rock and Reese, thank you for tuning in. Um, we and Rock and Jocks at noon this Saturday. Beautiful, man. Awesome. And we got to do one more shout out. Happy holidays, guys. Thank you. Take care. And, and, and Ed Nasta's parents, a 69th nice. wedding anniversary on the 5th of wow. July. Congratulations. We, we've, been, we've been lucky to meet Ed's parents, Ed Nasta, and uh, great family, great people, good Christians, good Americans. And good nights. And we also want to remind people to log on to Joe Quills right after us at 9 p.m. Um, on No Filter Network. That's right, because at the, at the it's uh, a Thursday night. Yeah, so it's Thursday. So Joe Quills, the Philly guys, coming on. Yep. We give you updates on the Phillies and Cubs. Looks like they're going to try to. Got it. Got oh, got he it. says he's going to start about 10 minutes after right. we end, so it'll give everybody time to go get a snack, go pee. And then get a ticket, and it's free, and then go in and check out Joe Quills. I'll give you all the updates, the James Harden update, the Phillies playing great on the road, Rangers-Astros this weekend, a lot of big baseball, the holiday weekend. We had so many stories that we didn't even get to. I know. It's the way it always goes. I know. You prepare for everything, and then you just go with it. You go with the flow. But we wish everybody a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Stay safe out there. Yes. Don't mess around with the legal fireworks. Don't blow your hands off. Just be safe. Have a great time. And we will see you next week again on Friday again. Uh, same time, same place on yep. everywhere. 7 p.m. Eastern. Um, and you can catch us on the replay everywhere, including Caffeine TV. So no matter where you are or what you are logged on on, you will be able to find us, whether yes. it's Facebook, YouTube, Twitter Spaces, or the best and uh, best cleanest place to find us is nofilter.net. Exactly right. You know what we're going to have this weekend? Crank it up, Robin. Good night, everybody. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. And God bless America. It's still the greatest place on earth. The postman who call it out address with welcome little letters that are marked OHMS. Good night to all the firemen, we hope you're safe and well. Although you go to blazes every time you ring your bell. Good night, everyone, you've earned your daily bread. Good night, and so to bed. Turbo charge. Turbocharge. Yeah, I know, Joe, you're turbocharged. Turbo I know. Good night to all the highbrows. We think it is a lark <laughs> to play what we are playing when you're wanting Mr. Mark. Good night to all our authors who write us books galore. And though we don't know which is best, we know one who is sure. Good night, everyone. You've earned your daily bread. Good night, and so to bed. It's capable to the same thing. Drivers who drive us day and night and never lose their tempers but are always most polite. Good night to everybody we haven't named before. Just make a rhyme for yourselves, we don't know anymore. Good night, everyone, you've earned your daily bread. Good night and so to bed. <laughs>